0: Happened last night. You find out the morning after. Let's do this
1: thing. All right, let's roll. The morning after has have begun. I am Marensi in Midtown of Manhattan, Studio 34. Jordan area, Miami, Florida, uh, this morning. We've got a lot of stuff uh, to get to uh, today. Antonio Brown, Major League Baseball, Week Two, NFL. We've got some great guests, fun show uh, today. Cam Stewart, uh, hard not to have a good time when a raging redhead uh, stops by. Cam Stewart uh, will join us, so we'll bring in Joe Pisapia, one of the the smartest uh, guys on our uh, network, a a best selling author, the Black Book, world famous uh, Black Book. Uh, Joe, one of the uh, the best fantasy uh, season-long and DFS uh, players in the business. And he actually has a very cool career as, as well, besides winning money, uh, playing fantasy sports. He actually trains um, actors, um, like, uh, for fight scenes, like mixed martial arts, swords, you know, numchucks, like big-time stuff, though, like, you know, big-time movies, big-time TV shows. Joe Pisapia, like, will train an actor. Like, an actor will say, "All right, listen, I got a, I got a couple of fight scenes in my, uh, in my movie or the TV show I'm doing. Can you show me how to use nunchucks? I got to use nunchucks or a sword in a scene." Very, very cool. And we'll ask him a little bit about uh, that. Joe Pisapia uh, will join us. Uh, but, you know, forget about all the sports stuff. It is uh, the anniversary of um, 9/11. And um, although it's been uh, 18 years uh, for many people, uh, 18 years might as well uh, be 18 seconds ago. And I can tell you, as somebody that uh, commutes and, um, you know, does the uh, the morning uh, rush hour deal in Manhattan on a daily basis, there's a different uh, feeling uh, in the air as um, it's as quiet as I've ever heard. Like nobody, like nobody on the street is talking, like to each other on phones. It's just, it's, it's weird. It's, it's just, it's almost like a respect uh, thing or something. It's just, it, I don't know. Like uh, you could hear a pin drop on the street right now. It's just outside, like MSG, even, like one of the biggest, busiest corners in the country. All right, morning after has begun.
4: To get your complimentary bottle, text YOUTH to 321321. That's Y-O-U-T-H to 321321. Money Now 100 is not a
5: lender, broker, or agent of any lender or financial advisor. We do not make loans or credit decisions. You must be 18 years or older and a U.S. resident to qualify. This is not an offer or solicitation to lend. I went to MoneyNow100.com and got the $5,000 I needed deposited in my account the next business day. If you need money for any reason, help is here. tablet, or computer. Type in the address bar moneynow100.com. That's moneynow100.com.
8: four hundred zero four three five eight 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 four hundred zero four three five
9: andro four hundred dot I am a real American fight for the rights of every man I am a real American fight for what's right fight for-
1: Morning after, get on the grid. Sports Grid. Uh, i Midtown, of Manhattan. Jordan in Manhattan. Uh, Joe and in Miami, Florida. Kev Stewart will join us. Joe Pisapia, Antonio Brown, uh, just can't stay uh, out of his own way. Uh, we'll break uh, that down. The Major League uh, Baseball pennant chase is uh, getting very interesting. The wild card uh, race in the National League is a real roller coaster. Uh, NFL football week two. Uh, this week is just uh flying by uh, so we've got a, a football game tomorrow the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the Carolina Panthers will break it all down uh, but um as i stated uh joe i think uh you know it's it's almost uh, necessary to spend a couple of minutes to pay tribute and to actually um back up the never forget never forgotten and you know i, I as somebody that passes as, as, as somebody that passes, you know, that tower on a daily basis, like every morning I take the ferry across the Hudson and it looms over us. And I'd have to say basically like 99.9% of the days, it, it crosses my mind. It, it, it crosses my mind and in different, different ways. I think, wow, man, imagine being on this boat and seeing these planes fly over you like this, like just how close it actually was, and, you, I, you know, I am. Then I think about the poor people that are in that tower that look out a window and go, oh, my dear God, there's a plane coming right at us. To the people that went in, when everyone's running out, the people that go in, and when I take the ferry, Joe, um, there's a lot of people from the Port Authority that they you know, lost their lives, and you know there's a lot of um, a lot of people like uh, different uh, first responders of, of all. Like it wasn't just NYPD, like basically all the Jersey cops, everybody home descended there. And it hits me, dude. There's been a couple of times I've gotten choked up where I'm just sitting there and I sort of look to my left and I'll have a picture of a policewoman, you know, mother of three. Basically, it wasn't even her district. She wasn't told to go. She went. She didn't come out. You know how many stories there are like that? And I saw the tweet last night, and it just basically stated, 18 years ago, right now, 3,000 people were spending the last night uh, with their families, last night at the corner bar, last night with their buddies, last night watching a Yankee game. They didn't know that. But um, the world changed that morning, Joe.
10: Gabe, and uh, you know it's the grind of what we do here, concentrating on sports, sports gambling. You know, sometimes we get all consumed, and it's easy to kind of miss the big picture sometimes. But today is a good day to remind folks that you know, 18 years ago, not only honor, remember, but but do not forget how widespread and how effective all of us were. Uh, And anybody that knew anybody, anybody lived in a city, not just here, but around the world. A lot of things changed in this world after there, and it's hard to believe, Gabe, think about it, in high schools around the country right now, there are there are kids that always thought we took our shoes off, right, that always thought when we, you know, you have to go through metal detectors and all this other stuff. It's 18 years. It seems like it was yesterday, uh, but we should absolutely always kind of take stock and maybe take a minute, especially today, just kind of be... Be thankful for what you have, what you don't have, and uh, certainly be thankful for the men and women not only in this country but around the world in the armed services, first responders, guys that run towards the shots, the fire, while we're all running away. Uh, this is uh, – we thank you very much, and it's a good time to uh, to let them know your appreciation.
1: Yeah, 18 years uh, might um, seem, you mm. know, distant to, to some – uh, but you know, to people that lost their uh, loved ones, it never goes away, and it impacted and shaped the world that we live in now more so than any other any other event uh, by far. Like it's basically the biggest thing to happen in in you know society since like World War II. Mm. I would state like you know the world mm. wars in which the impact that it had. As you stated, from from a security... You know, the world was a different place before that happened. It just was. The world was a different place. Um, You know, the security apparatus that we now live in was created after uh, 9-11. As Joe stated, like, there wasn't cameras on every corner before. There wasn't metal detectors everywhere. I actually, you know, I remember... You know, taking a plane, Joe, with my only uh, source of ID was a birth certificate. Yep. Not like even picture ID, bro. A birth certificate. (laughs) (laughs) I I took, I went to a Super Bowl, Joe. You know what my ID was at the airport? A press pass. Yep. I had my plane ticket and a Montreal Expo press pass. I got on the plane, no problem. (laughs) Can you imagine showing up at an airport now? With, like, a Major League Baseball Lammy. <laughs>
10: yep, exactly. Uh, my ID, point. sir. Right, here, here so you go. Line. Yeah, and that's what I mean. You got you got a bunch of kids today in, in high school and younger that are like, what do you mean? We didn't always have to take our shoes. Like, we didn't always – like, no, no, you don't understand what it was like. It was everything changed that day. This day 18 years ago, everything changed.
1: Yeah, and not for the better, no, unfortunately. No. Not, not for no. the better. There's been a lot of abuses of power after the fact. Yep. There's been over overreach, um, overstepped. Uh, the surveillance state, you know, has gone from you know a for your safety to an intrusive, over the top violation of of your rights. And I'm not uh, as smart as some people, so I can't uh, rattle it off. But the gist of it is. What if you lose your freedom for your security? You ha- you have neither one basically. Is the mm-hmm. gist of it? Pretty much. Yeah. So I don't yep. I don't want to get into you know everything else after the fact. All right. Like the political ramifications. You know the first responders. You know still having a fight uh, to get taken care of, etc. Right. A lot of questions. Um. And you know that's all going to be out there. It is. Right. It's it's sort of like, it's like JFK. I mean, 50 years later, right? There's still, you know, unanswered questions. I get it. But for me, you know, this is just more to remember the people. You know, the people in the tower, they're not part of the political apparatus. Nope. Right? There's a lot of people that sort of kick into, well, you you know, that happened and this happened. And it takes away from the fact, whatever happened, the buildings got hit, Joe. Yeah, exactly. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Like, you know, there's no there's no debating that, you know, 3,000 people died and, you know, hundreds of thousands of people were affected after the fact. But yep. it, it's a reminder in a selfish way, people. And I thought about it last night. We don't plan anything. You know, yeah. you can plan, well, I plan on retiring at this age. I plan on moving here. I plan on going to that game. That is if God lets you uh, get that <laughs> far. Nobody plans to die the next day. Nobody says, nope. you know what, I'm going to bed tonight, but I'm going to die in a car accident tomorrow. <laughs> you know, nobody plans, you know what, I, I plan on getting cancer tomorrow. Yeah. You know, I plan yeah. on getting you know, hit by a plane tomorrow and, and at my work building. You, you can't plan stuff, so you better enjoy the moments that you have. Tomorrow is promised to nobody yeah mm. uh, uh, tomorrow is promised to nobody and if you don't embrace uh, things now um you know your time will be gone and you know there's no turning back once that happens
10: it's so easy to get caught up guys the daily grind of uh, of our lives your lives our lives it, it's you know it, it becomes very easy to lose sight of what's important in your life and and Sometimes we take for granted what we do have, and we can't see it right in front of us. And, you know, today is the kind of day to to give thanks and appreciate what you do have and not what you don't.
1: All right, with that being stated, I guess um, we'll get into Antonio Brown. The New York Yankees, L.A. Dodgers, NFL Week 2, Cam Stewart, Joe Pisapia. let's roll.
5: If you need fast cash for any reason, go to MoneyNow100.com. Good, bad, or no credit at all? Go to MoneyNow100.com. You could get up to $5,000 as soon as the next business day. Go to MoneyNow100.com on your phone, tablet, or computer. Type in the address bar MoneyNow100.com. That's MoneyNow100.com.
10: All right, guys, I can tell you right now, time to put your money where your mouth is. Take a shot. Open up a sports wagering account at FanDuel. It's New Jersey's largest sports book. Just go to FanDuel.com forward slash grit. You can receive a free bet of up to 500 bucks. That's a free bet of up to 500 bucks simply by opening a sports wagering account at FanDuel.com forward slash grit. It's point spreads, game totals, props, parlays, in-game wages, College of pro sports. You're in control. Head over to FanDuel.com forward slash grid. Open your new account. Claim your free wager of up to $500 today. And if you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER, 21 and over. New Jersey only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See the website for details.
1: Uh, thank you very much, uh, Joe Ranieri. I am Renzi, in Midtown uh, Manhattan. So, Joe, you know, there's a time and place for everything, uh, I sound like Sammy Hager now to Van, Sal- Van Halen's. I couldn't help but think. It's a great. Just, I was going to say. Yeah, that's yeah great. there's a time and place <laughs> well for everything. Well done. Yep, well done. Yeah. Well Yeah. It just came out that way. <laughs> um, so you're familiar with the song, yeah? Um, oh, well done. Yeah. So I don't. I'm not easily offended. If I not, understand like dark humor. Mm-hmm. And. I, you know, understand, you know, when I'm on a podcast, it's subscription only. I understand when I'm on a syndicated radio show. Like, I understand the, sure. you know, you got to, what's the, what's the, uh, the, you know, the, uh, the analogy, know the room, yeah. self-awareness, yeah, you awesome. got to, you got to know the room. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, and like I say, I'm rarely ever offended on Twitter. Like, I think people are ridiculously stupid I, I know things are offensive, but I don't get drawn into it. I understand society's um, intelligence level is at an all-time low in, like, modern history. Like, in the last hundred years, the average person is dumber than ever. You know, it's the fluoride, in the water, computers, whatever, everything else, the food, GMOs, you can get in, all that stuff. But Lenny Dykstra, like... <laughs> I, I'm almost like, I can't, I, I you know, let me, I'll send you the tweet here so we can put it up so people can sort of, uh, can sort of like fully understand this, but he's like, he's insane. And I'm amazed. I guess that, I guess not too many people actually follow Lenny Dykstra or care what he says because I'm amazed that like, this isn't more of like uh, an outrage. Uh, I guess, but like I said, it's it's Lenny Dykstra. So, here, let me fire this off to you here. Mm-hmm. Now, listen, we don't expect, you know, you don't expect, like, uh, poetry from like, Lenny, you know not. what I'm saying, on the anniversary of 9-11, Joe? Uh, okay. Well, how do you think he would, uh, you know, honor, What what, his, what is his version of Never Forget? He, he went with hashtag 911 but um great you know love New York you know picture him as a met or something mm-hmm. I don't know shout out to the first responders no you decide to go a different route Joe oh boy all right I sent it to you yep hashtag 911 neither here nor there but just think if you were born on that terrible day today is your last night of being jail bait. Anywhere in this country. And then he posts a map with the age of consent on a map. Mm. What are you, freaking insane? Like, dude, like, (sighs) you know what? You know, go, like, rob your Uber drivers and do coke and look for your teeth in in garbage dumpsters. But really, you played in New York, bro. Like, you don't know better than to talk about banging 18-year-old freaking girls, bro, on 9-11 What a hashtag? Are you insane? I hope your lawsuit's going to go real good against Yeah, Ron Darling versus you. Who do you believe? Uh, Come on, man. What the hell's wrong with you? It's not only that. It's a disturbing tweet, bro. Yeah. Like, forget about just the 9-11. Like, Lenny Dykstra, like, tweeting out about, like, girls turning 18. It's a little little creepy, bro. But hashtag 9-11?
10: And he qualifies it with neither here nor not there. it's not, and he didn't even get the saying right. Neither here not there. It's no. It's why are you qualifying it. It shouldn't be there at all. Period. Why? Why
1: even qualify it? Uh, wow. Like I, I get it. Oh, you're New York Met. It's like to me, like that's you know, it's it's like dis. You know, um, that's the route. Like I chose. wouldn't want this guy ever yeah. around. Like the team ever, like ever again, type thing. Like you know, it's I don't know, it's I'm 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 almost speechless, but we're on the radio, so I can't be speechless now, can I? But uh, it's one I'm of the stupidest it. and most disturbing, dumbest. Oh. Looking for a pop. Like listen, man, even me, dude. There's times where I'll have something pretty out there and kind of funny. And I think before I realized, I'm like, so I'm going to tweet this for what? So, what, six people sort of chuckle at home, and I offend 6,000 people that don't oh, really don't get care. you right? Like, you like you, know, you don't think, like, oh, yeah, Lenny, if it crossed Lenny's mind. Like, that's just what's weird to me, too. That if you're thinking, yeah, it's the night, it's the night before 9-11. Wow, think about it. Any kid that was born that day, I can have sex with tomorrow. Mm. Like, who the hell thinks that? No idea. I like sex. Yeah, I like chicks. No 9/11 doesn't make me think about banging 18-year-old girls that were born on 9/11, Joe. Like I like it's it's pathological, man. <laughs> like uh, certifiable yeah. type stuff. Like, uh, I
10: think certifiable, right? And I and I want to try to gay them. maybe he, you know, they're all. They're no, no, no there's no benefit of be, you know, the like, doubt. <laughs> you think he's just, Yeah, I mean, I'm trying to think. Is he? You know, there could be mental illness at play here. But they, come on, dude. Like he does this far too often with this out of left field crap. I I just don't get it, man. Don't get it. Um, or you're fighting Bagel Boy. So Bagel guys, I mean yes. that's basically what we're dealing
1: with. All right, uh, so uh, Yeah, I don't know if this is all part of like some plan to try to promote this stuff. Right. I'm uh, what because this spin now this ba- into? Bagel Boy actually had a pretty uh Had a pretty disturbing, uh, he's going a pretty disturbing route as well. Uh, Chris Morgan uh, is revealing on uh, Twitter how he was molested as a 17-year-old, but liked it. Yeah, yeah. He says, I like to uh, announce that I'm gay. I was molested uh, when I was 17 uh, by a man, but I enjoyed it. Um, Now I see Chris Morgan is talking about... uh, Something about having sex with a gas pump. Oh, okay. <laughs> mm. Well, this went hard left. Yeah, like dude. Just, like, Jesus. Like, I, I'm trying to read his tweets, but I can't. Like, they're all too twisted. Like, it's crazy, though because I noticed yesterday, all right? Wow. I, I, I hate to admit it, but I started following him, okay? I unfollowed yesterday. I unfollowed Chris Morgan. I, I was following yeah. him for professional, like for you know, got to stay on top of things, Joe. Yet when I saw him tweeting about like this stuff he was tweeting about, I was like, I can't follow this guy. Like I, I'm supporting everything I hate and following this guy. Mm-hmm. I was like, I don't care about like knowing what he says now. It's beyond, it's beyond whatever. So I stopped following. So I'm actually looking, I'm looking for his. uh I'm looking for this stuff it. now, yeah, but it's all over yeah. the place. I don't know what the hell he's yeah, talking about. Yeah, it really is. Holy Elderly damn. pets with serious illness should be dead, not for me being five foot nothing. Nothing. Well, I don't well, know well, what it man. means. I pull my pants down when I fart because the gas gets stuck in my pants otherwise.
10: Just finished. Oh, man, I can't with this. Yeah, guy. yeah. Really? It, no, oh, you know. see why I'm fart. followed? Oh, I can't even. Oh. Uh... Wow. Um. He's a stand-up comic now, too, as well? He's the, I,
1: ugh. Ugh. He says he's the new Chris uh, Chris Farley. Yeah. Yeah, yeah definitely. All yeah. pigeons are government spies. Oh, Think boy, about yeah. it. Have you ever actually seen a baby pigeon? Mm. Women are like slot machines. You put in kindness, dinners, and sometimes are rewarded with a hefty sexual j- jackpot. Yeah, this is uh Well, I don't know. Is this um is this Antonio Brown's um text messages I, or is this uh, Chris Morgan?
10: Wow. He's hanging out with porn stars too now, huh? Wow.
1: Well, he's, I, I gotta it say like, anybody that watches and supports this, uh, yeah, we yeah, exactly. like gets a new low. Shouldn't it have oh, already happened at- though? Is it happening like they keep postponing this or pushing it back. Like, wasn't this actually supposed to happen like a couple of weeks ago?
10: Exactly. What? What? I thought the ticket September. It was supposed to be last weekend. Oh no, they moved it to the end of the month. It was the last. Uh, yeah, yeah, September. It was the end of the month.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah,
10: yeah. This is where we're at. This is this is where <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah.
1: Uh, um, I don't know who's worse, though. Like, as crazy as this sounds, Letty Dykstra's worse. <laughs> like,
10: and that's saying a
1: lot. Look, in your opinion, who's worse? Like, what's yeah. worse? Like, very inappropriate sexual jokes or very inappropriate sexual 9-11 jokes? Yeah. Morgan's the the, the, the less of the ball.
9: Yes,
10: and that's, that's how exactly. bad
1: Lenny Dykstra is. You are a worse person than the homeless guy that lives in a van down by the river that attacks people with miniature Yankee bats. Yes. Quality
10: dude. Good guys. Really good. Invite him over for dinner.
1: Holy Christ. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, we'll get into uh, Antonio Brown.
10: I got a shower
1: now. Next. Colin Drew of uh, Daily Roto. Well, you know what? All those Daily Roto guys are so rich, so I guess he can afford to swing for the fences. Colin Drew just tweeted out, uh, hey, why not take a chance uh, with a a Miami Dolphin, Arizona Cardinal, Moneyline Parlay? In which, um, I don't even know what that would pay. Let's look that up. Arizona, whatever it pays, it wouldn't be enough. Like, for for the risk. (laughs) Like, like, or for the... All right, so Arizona and Miami Dolphins, Moneyline Parlay. What do you think it pays?
10: Well, I know Miami's what? About, uh, what is it, plus 1,400, some plus 1,200, somewhere along those lines?
1: Yeah, and Arizona's plus
10: 540. uh, So it's got to be, what, 20 to 1?
1: No, no, higher than that. Really? Oh, yeah. Yeah, 11 times, 11, 11, 11 and a 5, yeah, it says uh, 75 11. to 1. 75 to 1, okay. 75 to 1, which, uh, yeah, 20 to 1. It is, should be 20 to 1 for the Dolphins, like alone. Well, alone did you both. say minus? They're both – what is Arizona, plus or minus? They're plus 540.
10: Oh, they're playing Baltimore. They're playing ball – okay, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah,
1: they're plus 540s. Uh, Miami are uh, plus 1,100. It works out to uh, 75 to 1, which – I'm sorry I asked you, Joe.
10: <laughs> yeah, I'm, yeah, next time,
1: I'll just go, go on. Um,
10: We're working a few numbers here, man. Yeah, man my
1: bad. Um, yeah, I would need more than seven. Like, there's even seven, like I said, even 75 to one, yeah. not enough. Now, if you what want to sprinkle it? on it, fine. Ten bucks, you'll get 750 bucks back. But it should be like, I don't know. 250 to one. What are the odds of both the Miami Dolphins and Arizona winning? I don't think it's a 75 to one chance. I think the odds would have to be higher. Uh, Yet, listen, man, upset to happen. Uh, Last week, everybody thought that uh, the Philadelphia Eagles were going to blow out uh, the Washington Redskins, including myself. They didn't. Uh, Seattle only won by one point. I'll tell you, though, between these two games and, you know, we've talked about these games already this week a bit. I do think I do think um, Arizona can hang around uh, with Baltimore. And I, you know what? I like Baltimore this year. And it's funny how I swear to God, like on a daily basis uh, throughout the summer, I talked about how good Lamar Jackson is and how good Lamar Jackson is going to be. And you know all these idiots that you know. Basically, I was gonna best best way of uh, putting it uh, is they they're the armchair quarterbacks that decide um, you know who's gonna be able to uh, throw a football, who's gonna be able to improve their mechanics. I just found it funny that people pick apart a Heisman Trophy winner, and it was everyone. You know, a ton of people. The only people that really ever liked Lamar Jackson were some fantasy guys because they see the value and, oh, he was going to run. But now I see it's amazing. I'm seeing stories about how Lamar Jackson's accuracy is and, oh, you know. The, the, the media, the, the lack of accountability for the things that people throw out there is, is beyond comical. And, you know, I, some of the, the, the NFL guys are really bad at it. Each each sort of league has different um, a different nuance to it. Like, the NBA guys throw out the most crap in the media. As if it's a gossip-based league, so it's very high school cafeteria-ish, uh, the NBA. We saw that, you know, during free agency. We see it during a trade deadline. The NBA is a very TMZ-ish sort of gossipy. If you're an NBA reporter... It's not really hard news. It's more sort of drama stuff more than anything. You've got to sort of be buddies with KD or know the inside, ooh, the beef with this and that. The NFL, I find, a lot of the so-called experts are just so freaking wrong all the time, like over and over. But like a good example was Johnny Manziel. You know how many people in the media... Wanted Johnny, you know, push Johnny Manziel. There was a reason why the camera was on him in the first round at the draft, because ESPN hyped him up to be that guy, right? But it's you know, it's a very British thing. They do it with the British tabloids. They basically, it's an old school and Hollywood thing. The same people that'll build you up will tear you down. Right. And you know, we we see this time and time again. And Baker Mayfield will get this. The same people that said, "Oh, it's just Baker being Baker, isn't it great?" They'll be the same ones that'll attack him like hyenas in a couple of weeks if things don't uh, turn around. And it's amazing to me that a lot of these athletes that they don't they don't learn uh, they they don't learn their lesson on the way up. That they, Jalen Ramsey got that. Remember, like Jalen mm-hmm. Ramsey was on a run his mouth tour for a couple of years and everyone loved him and oh, it was so funny. Well, you notice now the last year and a half or so, Jalen Ramsey doesn't talk. He also mm-hmm. gets burnt a lot on the field now, and yep. he's just always frustrated with everything. Well, you know what? You ran your mouth so much, bro. Everyone gets jacked up to play against you. They like rubbing it in your face now, and you were never that good to begin with, uh, your football team. Mm-hmm. And now you you live with the consequences. And the Cleveland Browns uh, will will walk right into the same uh, the same pitfalls. Hopefully the Browns lose just because I'd rather it'll be a better show to see Cleveland in a panic mode. And I want to see Baker Mayfield just begin to uh, to squirm a bit. Yeah,
10: it's, uh, it's coming. We have already said that's the funny part is history tells us and teaches us an awful lot. If you're willing to pay attention and on they're not going to pay attention, they're going to continue to be who they are. To the point where it just self destructs at least Jalen figured out, uh-oh, I better shut up because I'm not nearly as good as I'm pretending to be. And, you know, if you don't say well, anything, he's good. will leave you alone. Jalen yeah, Ramsey's I, a not, great
1: player, but he
10: doesn't right. play. He's on but a he's team. he's not Deion Sanders. Like, you're not Deion, dude. So, you know, you got to be able to back it up, which you haven't been able to do yet.
1: But the thing is, like, you know, he's a great player. And for the most part, he does back up his play. You know, he gets burnt a bit. You know, people go at him, but he backed up his own play. But that's the thing. It's like Baker Mayfield. Baker Mayfield is a good young quarterback. I, I don't have a problem. I don't question Baker Mayfield's uh, skills or his ability. Mm. Yet, when he's talking about how he, um, you know, I don't are doing ventriloquism right here? <laughs> I talk. <I'm> <laughs> so Joe, you should move your lips, uh, Joe, as I talk here. And you'll have my voice. <laughs> you'll have you'll have my <laughs> voice. Uh, but um, Jalen Ramsey can run his mouth, right? Mm-hmm. Yet he can't control Blake Bortles. He can't control Nick Foles getting hurt. He can't control so many things. So same thing with Baker Mayfield. It's like, yeah, Baker, you had a good year individually. But don't bring in the New York football giants into your world. Don't bring in the entire city of New York. Don't criticize the the drafting of other teams' quarterbacks. Just do your thing. Do your thing. Worry about your business as opposed to everybody else's. Mm -hmm. And you play for the Cleveland Browns, Baker. Like, in Baker Mayfield, if you're on, you know, some championship-caliber team, you want to run around running your mouth, fine, go ahead. But you'll notice the guys on the championship teams don't because they know how oh, hard yeah. it is to get there. It's always the, you know, really, it's people that have ever really never accomplished anything. Like, honestly, if you look, like, you know, let's get into, uh, you know, these these idiots in the NFL now. You look at Odell Beckham. You know, oh, I like too. Odell Beckham. I don't think Odell's a bad guy. I think Odell Beckham is not a very bright guy. And I'm not talking about, you know, his IQ, so to speak. I don't want to come across like I'm saying Odell Beckham is dumb. What I'm saying is he is so unaware of anything but himself. Right. And he is so just un-anti, you know, apathetic to anything that doesn't involve him. And he can talk all he wants about wanting to win, right? And I'm a winner, and we didn't win in New York, and I just want to win. Your team just lost by 30 points. Was it 43-13? Your team just lost by 30 points. What is your biggest concern this week, Odell? (laughs) Your watch. You're not embarrassed that your team is 0-1. You're not embarrassed that you guys talk all this freaking smack and you got your ass handed to you, your only concern right now is you feel singled out for wearing something that no other player out of, like, 757 players in the league wears. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. like, but somehow you are singled out. Yet nobody else in the league wears a freaking watch. Why do you want to wear a watch? Oh, yeah, I know why you want to wear a watch. Because you got a free $350,000 watch. So. Mm-hmm. I don't know, dude. You already have, like, $80 million. And now you see he's fighting back. Oh, I'm going to wear it anyways. Yeah. I'm going to wear it anyways. You know, it's just the the lack of awareness and, you know, basically the selfishness. Like, mm-hmm. well, again, Odell is a great athlete. He's not, you know, I understand this whole not team guy thing now in the sense that it's always about his feelings, right? <laughs> You know, Baker Mayfield is a great individual athlete. Yet, this is going to be such a train wreck of epic proportions in Cleveland with these guys. It's going to be even worse than I thought it is, Joe. It's really going to turn into a crap fest there. And I wouldn't be surprised, actually, like next year Odell wants out of Cleveland type thing. You'll hear. He, He always wanted to go to L.A. You know, I'll call it right now. Odell Beckham will be a Raider one day. He'll be in Vegas or something. He wants to be on the West Coast. Why do you think he didn't show up to Cleveland to the last possible moment? He hates Mm -hmm. cold weather. At least New York was New York. Now he's in Cleveland. Like, you know, Odell wasn't happy to go to Cleveland. He put that, you know, that little orange Bentley thing that he bought, he bought that before. That was just by chance. (laughs) Like People thought he's all in. No, no. It was by chance that he bought an orange car and he ended up on the Browns. But Odell Beckham wasn't happy that he ended up on the Cleveland Browns. And basically, word was... It was only because Jarvis Landry was there that he kind of accepted right.
10: it. Right. Yeah, that was the only reason he put on a good face because he wanted to go play with his buddy again. So, yeah, but he had already gotten paid. That's the difference. It, there's Some guys are starting to understand the less I talk prior to me getting paid, the more I'll get paid. And then once you get paid, you can go ahead and do what you want to do, like be, be my guest, enjoy. Like Jalen's expecting a con- his next big contract is what happens after this year. And and whether Jacksonville gives it or not depends on how big a distraction you are, my friend. At least he was smart enough to know. Well, he doesn't I talk probably, anymore. I, right. I should probably be quiet until
1: I get... My- no, Jalen Ramsey <laughs> will leave Jacksonville. I don't think he'll want to stay. He'll uh, leave. Don't... Yeah, I think he's going to get frustrated. I mean, they went through these years of uh, inadequate quarterback play. Right. And now Nick Foles gets hurt. And you know, that's not something that's being talked about very much, but Nick Foles now out. Gardner Minshew is in. And I don't know, man. Gardner Minshew. He really is. He really is a carbon copy of Tom Brady. And I'm not saying like athletically, and he's the next Tom Brady, but he one million percent patterns his game after Tom Brady. Like Gardner Tom Minshew Brady. drops back the pass. You know how accurate he was? Like, I don't even have the box score. He was accurate as hell in this game. Yep. It's all little spray stuff, but he's got it down to a T. I watched him a lot at Washington State, and it basically, he's Tom Brady. Like, they watch tape over and over and over.
11: Not too long ago, it felt good to withdraw your cash from the bank, didn't it? For a vacation or a new car. But today,
1: All right, morning after. All right, pretty good. We've got a uh, full hour uh, without really getting into this A-B stuff, uh, but I guess uh, we sort of have to. Uh, We were hoping to get Bob, actually, uh, to uh, read Antonio Brown's uh, text messages uh, that he uh, sent uh, to uh, to his personal trainer, and uh, we should just call uh, her one of his uh, his girlfriends, uh, basically. There's you know, He's not denying that he doesn't uh, know her. Now, there's a lot of angles to this. Um, now, a lawsuit is not a criminal charge or a criminal accusation. And there's a big freaking difference. And me personally, I'm always of the belief that unless there's a police report, unless there's an immediate, hey, I was assaulted, then... There is a hell of a lot more to the story. But, you know, I know and it seems, um, I think the, the, slow, uh, the slow bus schools were closed today and they're all in our chat uh, this morning. So anything that's sort of detailed and nuanced, I know a lot of you have a hard time with. Or at least some of you do. Um, but this is a case where I don't think Antonio, Antonio Brown isn't, you know, jumping out of the book. I don't think he's forcing himself on people. Yet, Antonio Brown did something enough to this girl that he felt the need to be paying her off for the last couple of years. Mm. Now, this is not confirmed, uh, but, you know, it's sort of out there that, and there's sort of text messages that he he has been paying her. So, if he didn't do anything, why, you know. So, he, in his text messages, that, and she saved them. He sent it's, they're hard to read, all right? Like, they're all over the place. It's sort of, you know, ho this, biatch that, and it's really lowbrow stuff, guys. But in one of the text messages, he laughs at her and admits that he pleasured himself and on her back, and he said, you dumb bee, you don't even know that I did this to you. Uh. That's sexual assault right there. Like, you know, she could actually go to the police with this. Evidently, she's going the monetary route. And it's almost clear-cut. Like, bro, you just admit it in a text message. And it's sort of our, our point that he is not the most valuable player. He seems 12 games under 500. So, like, how valuable are you? So, like, if you weren't there, and it does, that's my point. I'm not saying Mike Trout's not the best player, that he's not an amazing player, but it skews the whole most valuable player thing. But I've, I've always said this over the years, and I'm a Midtown Manhattan, Joe and area Miami, Florida. Unless you bet on an MVP thing or a rookie of the year or. Unless you bet on it, or unless you are the player or the player's agent who gets a cut of the bonus, I really don't care. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Like, I never really – I've never been one to get into MVP debates and stuff, Joe. I don't care. It's not – it's a popularity contest. It's if the media likes you or not. There's all kinds of things that go into this. It's just stupid media uh, fluff. But uh, nevertheless, so this Antonio Brown stuff, guys – Will he be suspended? Probably not. There's no criminal charge. You can't suspend everyone that gets freaking sued, guys. Right? So, the gist of it is, she claims that she was assaulted over the course of a couple of years. Um, he definitely knows her. He She's definitely lived with him or stayed with him. And... He, as I stated, he admitted to, um, it's the best way of putting this, he admitted to um, putting bodily fluids on her back while she slept, which I know to a lot of people would be like, well, that's not sexual assault. By the letter of, like, the law and in a court and with a lawsuit, like, put it this way, people, Harvey Weinstein is in trouble for, like, less. Like Weinstein didn't start like, you know, yanking it in front of people while they were sleeping and stuff. Let
0: dailyrodo.com guide you to victory as you swing for the fences playing daily fantasy baseball. Become the eighth Daily Roto lineup optimizer to win one million dollars in a fan or DraftKings tournament, or become part of the growing community who have won thousands of dollars. If you're playing MLB DFS and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Enter promo code FNTSY for a 10% discount. The 2019 MLB Daily Roto Premium Package at DailyRoto.com. Use the promo code FNTSY and get your 10% discount today.
4: That's Y-O-U-T-H to 321-321. Join the family at model Sporting Goods.
8: Visit your nearest Models and
4: sign up for our
8: MVP Rewards Program to receive insider deals all year round. Earn points on every purchase when you use your MVP card to earn Models cash back. It's our way of thanking you for being a loyal customer. Upon signing up, receive 10% off your purchase and 15% off your next purchase. It's that simple. Plus, new MVPs this month are eligible to win a $500 Models gift card. When you gotta play more and pay less. You gotta go to, Listen to what Chris said about Andro four hundred. I've lost almost forty pounds in ten weeks. My son
6: was getting married and when I went for the suit fitting, I was a size forty eight. And when I went back to do the final fitting, I was a forty four. I have more energy, that's for sure. I probably lost four inches around my belly. I'm fifty seven and I'm back when I was in my
8: thirties. Call 888-400-0435, 888-400-0435, andro400.com.
0: Ah!
1: This morning after continues. Have, the
9: of this, life.
1: And this anniversary of uh, 9-11. Firm, I see a, uh, a tweet here. One of the unknown heroes of September 11th is ex-Army veteran Rick uh, Rescacoria. Got his employees out safely, then went back in to make sure everyone else got too. Dying when the tower collapsed. His story is truly incredible. Um, so he was—he's uh, a former uh, former um, Marine, and um, you know he's—he's he's a veteran. He's—he uh, was the director of security uh, for uh, for Morgan Stanley. Ex Army veteran, working as security director of Morgan Stanley. Uh, sees sees the uh, the plane go into uh, one of the towers. He then goes and he makes sure. So he's responsible for 2,700 Morgan Stanley employees. He goes in, even though he was told not to, that the the fire department, etc., will handle the evacuation. He went back into the the burning building, uh, so He got every one of the almost all of the Morgan Stanley, uh, all of the Morgan Stanley. Out. But um, then he went back in, and here, like, the video is playing with the, you know, the, the subtitles. He was told, you got to go. And he goes, I'll get out of here as soon as everyone else is out. He was last seen on the 10th floor heading up the stairs <laughs> shortly after the tower collapsed. So another guy that basically ran in, and they told him, hey, you're the director of security, but you can't do anything. You got to, you know, you stay out here. It's better if you don't go in. Because a lot of people were told, don't go in there, right? He goes in, he gets his guys out, but then he went back in after. So essentially, he went in, he died saving strangers. Like, think about that. Like, how many, I mean, I guarantee you, 99.9% of the um, people out there don't do that. That's like a 1% thing, man, a 0.1% thing. Like, who the hell's running up flights of stairs when there's a plane on fire in a building to save people you don't know? Like, he already did his job. Like, he got he got the Morgan Stanley people out. Yeah, you know, that's what I'm saying. There's just so many stories of, of, uh, of you know, heroic uh, measures. You see it in those cases. Remember the Vegas shooting, man? There was some dude. He was there. He took off. You know, the shooting started. He ran away. And as he was running away, he said that it just kicked in that, the hell am I doing? And he turned around and he went back in and he started pulling people out. Yeah, you know, that's 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 some brave ass stuff, man, that I can't say I would be able to do. I don't know. Like you know you hope you can in a moment like that. But you know, once stuff chaos starts happening, Joe, the instinct is to just run as far away as possible from this stuff.
10: Yeah. I'm thinking a lot of the uh the the tough guy Twitter commenters too probably would not be running towards anything either
1: no 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 yeah and it's sad what's sad though is that just you know it's a somber day and you know we talk about this and i like to see these stories the specific stories of people um that um they basically sacrificed their lives for strangers which is just over the top Uh, i mean that, that commitment but then you have other people who are mad that uh, somehow the new Apple iPhone triggers something called triphobia. Yeah. Right? You know, it's like people will be grudgingly sort of honor 9 11 for a couple hours, uh, but we'll see. It's 10 in the morning now. Mm. It's 10 in the morning now. By basically 2 or 3 o'clock, something will happen. Trump will tweet yeah. something stupid. Somebody will do something. Antonio Brown will, like, punch somebody, and, and and people will not care. People will, once again, be bitching about iPhones and uh, their. all uh, oh, my Instagram accounts down for 10 minutes.
10: Yeah. what's going on? Did you see what they texted? Did you see that? Perspective and priorities.
1: Impressive about George Bush. Um, is the, the strike that he threw not easy to do like, people think like the first pitch and stuff so like the first game back at yankee stadium yeah uh, oh you should say it was was in the um was in the playoffs actually right it wasn't the first game back in the playoffs mm. he throws uh he threw the first pitch pretty impressive like you know he threw a strike it was pretty pretty symbolic that's a hell of a lot of pressure man oof that's a hell of a lot of pressure But uh, George Bush played a little baseball. Yeah. And uh, I heard a funny, uh, well, lighten the mood, a funny joke about George Bush. Remember, George Bush was the owner of the Texas Rangers. And uh, once they showed up to the park and there was no, the the lines weren't made yet. The first and third baseline. (laughs) And somebody said, where's the first baseline? And they said, George snorted it. <laughs> <laughs>
9: <laughs>
1: Just for the record, it's pretty crazy because um, you know George Bush. Let's be real; he wasn't—he's uh, not the sharpest. Uh, that wasn't the sharpest president, Joe. All right, in my opinion, at least. All right, So I don't want to you know, get political here, but and. I don't really think he did a lot of things that were very good. I mean, he created a pretty big freaking mess. There wasn't a lot of decisions he made that were the right ones. Let's just be real. But, at least in my opinion, but, with that being stated, supposedly he's a really nice and funny guy Mm -hmm. and a great great guy to party with. Now, he doesn't party anymore, right? But when he – I know because Bill Lee – Bill Lee, who's, like, you know, he's known as a spaceman, Bill Lee is, like, is basically, like, he's more left-wing than Elizabeth Warren type thing. Like, I, I'm sure, like, he's supporting her. You know what I mean? Like, Bill Lee is, like, to of left, left, left. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's, he's, he's extreme. But he, he had, like, some really funny stories about, like, partying with George Bush and stuff. Mm. That, you know, Bush, you know, when it comes to sports shows, same thing at the sports book, like, No one ever talks about politics in a sports book. You know what I mean? You know, people have different political views. So the same thing in a sports clubhouse. You know, like, you know, Mm -hmm. teams aren't talking politics. There might be a couple of guys into it, but they don't talk about it. Like, they're not – teams aren't arguing about, like, uh, Trump right now in a locker room. You know, like the Jacks, you know, 90% of the Jack players might hate him, but they're not arguing with the 10% that do like him. You know what I mean? They're worrying about winning games. Like, uh, it's not – you know, they don't care, basically. But uh, so yeah. sort of same thing with baseball. And, yeah, I've heard, like, a couple of, like, really funny stories about how Bush, you know, he's he got a ton of baseball stories, funny stuff. He owned the Rangers. He and Bush sort of likes baseball players, so he liked being around the team. Like, basically, George Bush used to party with the players when he was the owner. Yeah. Because he wasn't yeah. that old either, right? Nope. You know, he was, you know, and George was, you know, it's, listen, it's documented. George Bush had an alcohol problem. You know, he had a coming to Jesus moment and good for him. Uh, But George liked the party, man. And, you know, he also dipped into the powder a little bit.
10: (laughs) He was, uh, you know, he went into the family business eventually, but no, he was, he was a, you know, he was a rich kid growing up, liked to have a good time. I mean, that's basically what it was. Then he became governor and. Then it would no. It snowballed into the presidency after that.
1: Yeah, snowball is a good term.
10: <laughs> yeah, I figured you'd like that. Yeah.
1: <laughs>
10: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Only no us somehow president. can like do like this <laughs> nice honor of like 9/11 and somehow <laughs> accuse the president of doing cocaine. Like, uh, oh yeah, yeah, uh, he's a big blowhead. He's a great guy. Uh, like, he's, hey, he's you don't hear perfect. me criticizing him, am I? I just criticized a lot of his policies. You hear me criticizing his cocaine use? No,
10: not at all. No, not at all. Nope.
1: nope. Makes him endearing. Don't throw stones. Woo-hoo, <laughs> <laughs> George. It's Barack admitted to doing blow, too, in his book.
10: Oh, yeah. They
1: just just once, boys, though. People. They all do, right? I, they, I just did it once. I didn't like it.
10: I wanted to see what it smelled like. <laughs>
5: If you need fast cash for any reason, go to MoneyNow100.com. Good, bad, or no credit at all? Go to MoneyNow100.com. You could get up to $5,000 as soon as the next business day. Go to MoneyNow100.com on your phone, tablet, or computer. Type in the address bar MoneyNow100.com. That's MoneyNow100.com. eight hundred four three nine seven eight five one eight hundred four three nine seven eight five one eight hundred four three nine seven eight five one eight hundred four three nine seven eight five one
10: All right, Wednesday here, morning after. Up on the grid, sportsgrid.com. And uh, week two, getting ready to kick off tomorrow, NFL. Week three, college football on Friday. We'll get you caught up with that. But first, let's check in with Gabe to see who the hell he's yelling at to get off his
1: lawn today. Hey, you kids. Get off my lawn. Hey,
9: you pesky kids. That I can
1: Well, I think uh, this uh, officially breaks... The all-time record for the most get off my long segments about one person. Or at least we're getting damn close, is Antonio Brown once again in the news. Now, if you read the the, the report, you read the lawsuit, it gets pretty sordid, and there's some pretty sleazy type stuff. Is there sexual assault? Is there and I don't like using the word uh, rape. It's such a you know strong and and you know ugly ugly word. is horrible. Um, you know, it doesn't appear as if though, you know, I think the media should be a little bit more responsible. in in their headlines, I know you want to do get clickbait. I know you want to try to bring Antonio Brown down. But I think rape is an extremely strong, strong word for the case that we're talking about here. Now does it mean that Antonio Brown is uh, completely innocent? And he's an angel? Absolutely freaking not. And that's the thing here. I, you know, when somebody shows you who they are, you got to believe them. Like my Angelo, as uh, Angela said that, and uh, now I'm getting real deep, right? But with Antonio Brown, if you read the text messages that he sent the girl, they clearly had a relationship in which he continuously mocks her for quote-unquote being a dumb hoe. And he admits that he's taking advantage of her for sexual purposes, that Antonio Brown's baby mama and him laugh at her every day, that he, um, lack of a better term, jerked off on her back, and she didn't know it while she was sleeping because, quote, she's a dumb bitch ho. right? So Antonio Brown, like, he actually makes Tyreek Hill almost look classy, sort of. I don't know what the deal is with wide receivers in the National Football League, but the NFL, man, is an ugly ass league with some real scumbag, lowest of the low players. And I never hope that players get injured, but I hope that Antonio Brown like breaks his leg in his first game back this week. If he plays and he doesn't eventually get suspended, which I'm starting to think listen, you can't you can't start suspending people because you get sued. All right? Everybody freaking gets sued in America. Right, you know, you can't. Oh, somebody is suing me. Like, there's no criminal allegation here. Now, word is that Antonio Brown has been paying this check off for years already. She has been on the payroll, so to speak. So she obviously has something enough that he felt that he had to pay. Now he claims. I think he told the Raiders that I'm being extorted. Well, what the hell is he going to say? Does anybody believe anything this guy says? Like, really, at this point? So he says he's being extorted. My own personal opinion is, and this I have no inside sources, obviously, on this, but from what I put the pieces together is she's been squeezing him for money. I think, basically, like I said, he probably did do some things. She's living in his place. She knows that he's married or got a girlfriend or whatever. So basically, she's along for the ride. Let's call it out for what it is. She's along for the ride. He has sex with her when she's sleeping. He does some other stuff, whatever. She gets a lawyer, finds out that, you know what, you can sue the hell out of him for this. You can get this and that. She starts getting payments from him. And I think my own personal opinion is she came in for the kill now. I think she came in for the kill now, the timing of it, in which she wanted more money, and, you know, if you're paying somebody off forever to keep something secret, uh, it's a bad mistake, because they could just keep going and going, and clearly this is the pyramid scheme that she looked for. Now, this chick's mother, the woman's mother, is involved as well in the negotiations. I'm not saying anyone's an angel in all of this, um, but from a legal standpoint, All right, especially in today's day and age, man. Like civil lawsuit or not, dude, you know, you you got a judge, you got a jury, man, in the Me Too era, and trust me, you know, jerking off on a chick's back is uh, somewhat frowned upon. It's like George Costanza having sex with the mate. Is that frowned upon? Yeah, it will be frowned upon, (laughs) yes. It could be criminal, actually, but she's going the monetary route. So, honestly... He probably will get suspended. I'm starting to think Goodell might step up and in. Um, I don't know. Maybe Goodell, Kraft, and Antonio Brown are going to have a meeting at a massage parlor at this point in time. But, you know, aren't the New England Patriots a classy organization? Their owner, you know, is uh, manipulating poor Asian women. Uh, we We can go on, right? Like, you know, their tight ends kill people. Like, you know, what do the Patriots not do? Like, forget about the Raiders. The Patriots are like the big low-life sleazeball scumbags of the National Football League. So it's fitting, you know, they should bring in Tyreek Hill, too. Uh, Tyreek and Antonio, you know, at least Antonio hasn't beaten any children up that we know of, that we know of. But I just want to uh, I want to let people know, I'm going to look up the date of this. What was the date that this whole deal happened to Buffalo and, and a couple of days later? I actually sent Antonio Brown a tweet. I don't really don't troll athletes. I hate to be that guy. But I didn't like how he was mocking Buffalo. So I tweeted him and I said, dude, you won't even play next year. I said, you're either going to get hurt because karma's a bitch or you're going to end up in freaking jail. And little did I know how right I'm going to be. Get the hell off my lawn, you scumbag. Hey, you kids. Get
9: off.
10: I think we can all agree too. There's a big difference between, and we got to keep this in mind, no matter what we think about Antonio Brown. There is a huge difference between being charged with a crime, which of course, you know, requires things like proof and, you know, probable cause, and being named in a lawsuit, which just requires a lawyer to be able to file paperwork. There is a big difference between the two. But yeah, but there's also know,
1: a big difference, Joe, between a frivolous random lawsuit and mm-hmm. a lawsuit from a woman who has been living with you for years and you clearly know, and there's clearly wow. text messages and communications, uh, between, you know, right. so as you stated, it's not just, uh, Oh, this is, you know, it's random and there's no background to it, right? right. There's a well. deep background to this. Well, they,
10: they met, in college so she's a gymnast from central michigan he they, they've they known each other forever guys the bottom line is this wasn't somebody you picked up at a club in miami he has known her forever and the reason you usually make payments to somebody is because she knows where the bodies are buried she's known you before you were antonio brown before you were ab she was there with you so there's a lot we don't know here oh yeah but what we do she didn't just show up last year, guys, asking for – she knows him. She's known him before he was A.B. They go, go back to college together. There is so much we don't know about these two. It's kind of scary.
1: So what's your take then?
10: I I think we don't know crap. I think there's half-truth between everything, but this isn't somebody picked up one night at a club, was a one-night stand, and now she's psychotic. She's willing – she's already out. This is the other thing that drives me crazy. She's like, I'll meet with Roger Goodell. I'll meet interviews. Like, she's willing to meet with everybody. She's really, really dedicated to either sticking it to him. No crime here, guys. He hasn't been charged with a crime. She's just letting everyone know, I'm not going to hide. I will. I'm not going to hide from these accusations. I'll meet with you, Roger Goodell. I'll meet with you, NFL. You don't often see that. With, you know, with victims yeah. in situations. They generally, They don't want to be out in the public. She's holding court right now.
1: I think he's going to get suspended.
10: I, on what is that list called? Don't they have that list where they put him on? Um, it's like an inactive list, right? Don't they have that? They created that where it's, uh, oh, the exempt list it's called.
1: Yeah, I think, yeah. I think eventually this is just going to be too much for the NFL. Absolutely. And it's sort of the conduct detrimental to the league type thing. Now, it depends on where the lawsuit goes, I guess, this is another thing. I mean, if he's found guilty and he has to pay in the civil suit, then he's going to have to get suspended because then he was found guilty. Yep. And, you know, you can, we can, people, a lot of people sort of discount, oh, it's just civil. Well, you know, O.J. Simpson got tagged in the civil case for $33 million, Joe.
10: Just civil, right. Yeah, yeah. only so civil,
1: right? But $32 million it was, whatever. Mm. Mm-hmm. The irony of his same number, I guess. You know, whatever whatever, the number it is. Strange. Yeah, so... so it could end poorly for him. It really could. I mean, look at it this way. I, don't, I can't get into Roger Goodell's head. Roger Goodell suspends people for nothing, and then he lets other people beat kids up, and you don't get suspended. I have no idea. There's no consistency to what Roger Goodell does, but, you know, to me, though, it's just, you know, the text message is... The text messages are what is the thing to me. That it's an yeah. insight into who Antonio Brown is. And it's like, wow, man. Like, you you sort of know that a lot of these guys aren't the smartest dudes in the world. You oh. also know that they're not going to be the nicest people to, to women. Yeah. And their girlfriends and their wives, etc. But... Like, basically, he's basically illiterate. Yep. It's, like, beyond... It's basically, like, I don't know, like, 14-year-old type stuff. Like, he's mocking her. Ha-ha, you had sex with me. Me and my girlfriend laugh at you, you you hoe. And, like, it's not even, like... It's hard to read, even. Yeah. And it's not like, oh, you know, it's like... (laughs) It's like, wow. Like, basically, like, this guy... It's just—he's a scumbag. It's all there mm-hmm. is to it. He's a scumbag. Yep. Is he a rapist? I don't think so. No, no, no. I'm not accusing him of being a rapist. I think he will be found. I think he's gonna have to pay this woman a lot of money. The text Timing messages alone amazing. are gonna—he's gonna have to pay. He's an idiot for coming public with this and like, you know. Timing is amazing. And arguing yep. this and releasing the messages.
14: What are you doing?
12: um,
1: And morning after continues hope oh, this appear uh, will join us um in the next hour we'll jump into some dfs so week two nfl uh, rapidly approaching we've got thursday night uh, football um we've got uh, carolina and tampa on tap i'm just looking at one of my fantasy teams uh, right now uh, i'm in four fantasy leagues i went two and two in, in week one, I had some bad luck. Kevin Coleman getting hurt didn't help me. Um, there was one instance in which the 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 team one of the one of the teams that I played there was there was nothing I could do. Um, the guy uh, the guy put up 161 freaking points. 161 points. Like, he had Patrick Mahomes. He had Michael Thomas. He had Sammy Watkins. Carrot Sticks is the name of the team. (laughs) Is Cam Stewart the owner of Carrot Sticks? I wish. Carrot Sticks.
15: What a handle. Uh, Carrot Sticks. (laughs) I like Carrot Sticks. Yeah, my name, uh, Green Eggs and Cam, I was going to be, that was one team that we entered uh, a long time ago, gave the time I entered that team in the Super Contest. Bad luck, team though. Uh, it didn't go very well. So uh, we're gonna stay away from that one. But uh, yeah,
1: I like carrot sticks. Strong, strong name. Carrot, yeah, sticks. Car- carrot, yeah. carrot sticks. <laughs> <laughs> I lost the carrot sticks. Well, I was wondering because you told me that you actually had. Oh no, you had Sammy Watkins. I did, but he was on the bench. bench. Yeah, like a stooge. Yeah, yeah don't feel got- bad. I didn't realize I had Deshaun Jackson on one of my benches too. Oh.
15: Yeah, no, it was. I, I did the same thing. I didn't play carrot sticks week one, but uh, the guy I played, Gabe, I had 128 points, like uh, great week. And this guy had same thing, like 167 and a half. He had everybody exactly what you said. All the guys, Mahomes, uh, ta- like basically exactly what you said is the guy I played week one in my uh, league with visine and Vince and the gang. So off to an 0-1 start there, but won my two other ones. So the same as you, two and one, pretty good start to the fantasy uh, football season.
1: So last night, um, you did in-game live. You were in for the duration. Oh, yeah. Great job. Um, yeah, yeah. Wild Tony night. Finn. Tony Finn's a piece of work, Gabe. I don't know where we get this guy. He's unbelievable. Tony.
15: He's hilarious. Tony's <laughs> he's just, a he's mess. like, hey, guys, uh, sorry, I, I fell asleep on the recliner. And uh <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you know, I'm just like, hey, Tony, how you doing? Well, you know, I, I'm okay. What do you got?
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm starting to think that uh, that uh, Tony uh, Tony has, uh, dip, dips into the uh, the tequila on a daily basis out there in the <laughs> <Yeah>. desert. <laughs> yeah. Or he was joking about quaaludes one night. I think he wasn't really joking, to be honest. No, no. It's a good yeah, point, Gabe. I'm thinking the pipe same line thing. Pipeline to
10: Mexico. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, when it was all said and done last night, I ended up, uh, I don't, I'm do not i not up $50 because of the juice. We'll see what happens when I go back. But I basically had, I, I count, that's the way I do it. It's the end of the night. I look, the tickets are in a hand yeah. cam. There's no way around it, right? Numbers don't lie, buddy. So it's like, exactly. I'm like, all right, I had $300 in winning tickets, $250 in losing tickets. It's $50. I'm $50 ahead in tickets, but you know after I cash it. I didn't play any heavy favorites, though, at least. Most of them, there were totals and stuff. So, I don't know, man. I probably made a grilled cheese sandwich out of the deal. I didn't lose money, but it was a little oh, frustrating. Uh, the Yankees blowing that damn lead, guys. Like, son <laughs> of a bitch. We lose 12-11. And it uh, looks like me and Ranieri were wrong about that Houston game, not getting a 20 It was a football score. They got to 28 runs, man.
10: They didn't (laughs) stop. Like, they didn't (laughs) stop.
1: Texans over Raiders, 21-7.
15: Well, we talked Uh, about it. And and Joe is like, at the time, it seemed like a good idea. Then they threw in former uh, Joe Biagini. And man, that guy is flammable as they come. Like, he just, I don't know what happened. I think Houston, that inning, didn't they score like five or six without getting it out, too? And it was already there. And Gabe, I feel free with the Yankees game. I'll tell you, these public parlays. People talk about football being, you know, a little bit shady here, backdoor covers. I've never seen anything in baseball with big favorites going down, parlay killers. A lot of weird stuff's happening right now at the end of the year. You got to be careful. It looks so good. Oh, yeah, Yankees, they can't lose to the Tigers. I guess it's the Tigers World Series, right? They're spilling out the Gatorade last night. They, They were acting like literally like they won the World Series being a team like the Yankees. But, you know, I can't even go back to the Yankees today with Sabathia. What is he? Minus two twenty against Boyd, but they should be able to pummel them. Maybe the total—that's where we look at. But yeah, Detroit. Uh, I've never seen Detroit. I don't even think they scored eleven runs all year, and they do it the night you need them in a parlay. All right,
1: yeah. we were talking about um, we're talking about Antonio Brown and what a douchebag uh, he is. Uh, yet I don't know who's worse, him or Tyree Kill. At least Antonio Brown hasn't beaten up any uh, three-year-old kids uh, that we know of, uh, but. Uh, Tyreek Hill going to be out four to six weeks yep. Uh, yep, yep. right now so all those people that did draft Sammy Watkins can't have him on your bench anymore Cam with with Hill out now Watkins really does have a uh, an increased role in his offense guys
15: uh, you said it too and uh, you know I think it's going to be fantastic for Sammy and uh, you talk about a game a guy that's underachieved in the fantasy realm for a while now I can't wait and We talked about this before. Actually, we're we're dead on with Antonio Brown with all this stuff, you know, months ago before it happened. And you talk about guaranteed money. I find it ironic. The the, the minute uh, Tyreek Hill gets uh, a new contract and money, he gets hurt. I'm not saying he's faking it, but it's just kind of interesting to me. You pay the man and uh, he gets hurt week one in the season. Oh, well,
1: I think he's going to do he yeah, has got his, a collarbone injury. Yeah, yeah. You you can't fake that. Can't <laughs> you fake that. Fake, I, it's all I good coin. I'm just saying, karma. It's like mm. yes, I'm, I'm it's, karma. Yes, it's karma. Yes, it is.
15: That's kind of what I what, where I'm going yes. down. And, My
1: chiefs,
15: like you pay and, him now this happens. Good and, for you. No,
1: it's karma for the Chiefs, exactly. It's karma for the Chiefs for encouraging and employing a child beater. Yes. And hiding behind, well, you know, I'm not really sure about the tape. All right. Yeah, yeah, whatever, dude. All right. All you need to ask him is say, I'd like to ask the owner of the Kansas City Chiefs, point blank. So, you believe in Tyreek Hill's innocence? Yes, I do. Okay. So, let's take your grandchildren and have them stay with Tyreek Hill for a week. You want to do that? (laughs) No, that should be the test. Same thing like with Urban Meyer. I got great kids. All right, Urban. So how about your daughter goes and lives at the dorm with your boys for the guys on your yeah. team for a couple of days? You trust you trust your daughter around the guys on your team? You trust the guys on your team? You trust Aaron Hernandez and uh, you, you you trust Chris Rainey and these guys? Um, yeah, probably not, right? So to me, it's more karma on the Chiefs then Tyreek Hill's a scumbag, and his life will end poorly anyways, dude. He'll end up broke and sued in jail, whatever. Like, the guy's an ingrate, all right? Um, But the Chiefs, they had a choice. Tyreek Hill can't help himself. He's a scumbag. The Kansas City Chiefs knowingly like to sign scumbags. So, to me, it's it's on them. It's their karma. And I say this, Cam, and I normally would feel bad – and you know me. You and I are the same. We never cheer. Yeah. You felt bad even joking about Duke, and it wasn't your fault. Yeah. Zion Williams, but Nike, sh- fell with- apart. Yeah, I you know what I mean? I was just saying. I never I never root, even like me as a Bills fan or as a Michigan fan or like even like as a Raptor. Not once, Cam, like when LeBron was kicking our ass, did I ever say, oh, I hope LeBron gets hurt. Yep. I don't root for injury. I hope Antonio Brown gets hurt. Oh, I'm, I I'm hope, like, you. he comes first game, bam. Like, oh, he's, his leg is broken. He's out. I hope he gets injured. I do. He's a jackass. Yep. And, yep. you know, I if, if everything works out for this guy, I don't see how there's a God, to be honest.
15: I'm gonna, yeah, no, I'm starting to wonder, too. And, uh, you know, you talk about bad people getting away with things, living forever, good people dying young. I, I don't know, Gabe. Uh, this whole Cosmic thing, we'll see in the end what really happens. I, I'll tell Joe one thing, though. When Gabe and I were working at a network, Joe, we interviewed rookie players, okay? We're getting, a lot of the time, we got the second, third rounders. Colin Kaepernick came on the show. A lot of guys that turned out to be stars. We had Antonio Brown on from Central Michigan as a six-round draft pick, and he couldn't have come across. Like, I would like to, like, actually go to the headquarters, game, get that tape, and play it on the network now and, and for the people to laugh and, and compare it to what has happened today with this guy. It is unbelievable. It's like a totally different person. It was all an act. And, uh, you know, and I, I I don't like the Patriots to begin with. You're right, Gabe. I hope uh, something bad happens with these guys. Hey, Bill Belichick, he, he's one of the guys, right? It's the Patriot way. Uh, everyone was ripping. The difference is Randy Moss was not a troublemaker like this. The guy smoked pot in college and went to Marshall instead of Florida State. Like, give me a break. Randy Moss is nowhere near oh, the no. person Antonio Brown. And that's the thing. Bill Belichick's comment. Well, you know, we said that about Randy Moss. Well, Randy Moss is not a bad guy okay he did some things who cares it's totally different smoking weed or doing whatever in comparison to antonio brown and the way he treats women What a talks, moon the
1: celebration yeah like, what randy, what's randy moss's loved, big thing oh it. what he, 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 he pretended to moon the crowd once I joe loved buck it. the most I loved disgusting it. thing i've, I've ever seen
15: it was awesome it was awesome <laughs> come on man if you disgusting give me a break see that's the thing right so We'll, we'll see what happens here, but I'll tell you one thing. If he does one thing with the Patriots, Belichick will just say beat it. Like, yeah. they, they they, He needs them. They don't need him.
1: No, you're right. You're right. And, you know, it's – I don't think he'll last the season with the Patriots personally. I think this – you know, something – I think he's going to get suspended, but you got some golf force, us, where they're playing golf still. Yeah, they are, Gabe. It's actually back, a military tribute to uh,
15: the Greenbrier. We're back this week in West Virginia. Remember a tournament that got uh, flooded with the floods of west oh, virginia back then i Remember? was wondering so what it's, yeah. so
1: it's like a it's like a
15: rain out like replay yeah and they've also put it in this time of the season right because they didn't want to lose the Greenbrier on the tour it was a regular event but now they're putting it in the fall season and it's i'm not going to say all the big guys are there bryson D is the favorite at 12 to 1 but our boy victor hovland's there coke Rack. uh it's basically these guys who got into the tour from the Corn Ferry Tour, formerly the Web.com, guys who went through Q school. This is a great opportunity for them to make money, Marency. So uh, it should be a it should be a fun tournament. Kevin Nod, the defending, he's thirty to one.
1: Have you taken a look at the board yet Oh
15: yeah, yep, yep, yep. I, I've uh, I've taken a look at the baseball board a little bit. I haven't pulled the trigger, but I do I do have some golf for you. Uh, I have made some picks, Gabe. I'll give you a guy. I, I and if you could bet him at FanDuel, watch out for a guy called Tom Lewis. He won the the tour qualifying by five shots. And this is a pressure situation where, you know what, if you don't make it, you can go from, like, steak and filet mignon to ramen noodles. A lot of these guys are not rich people and, and, and had to hit putts under pressure. Tom Lewis really did well. 66-1. to 1, He's a guy who plays on the European tour. Watch out for him this week. And our boy, Gabe, you're going to love this one. Go Longhorns. Doug Gim. Doug Gim oh, yeah, is 200-1 yeah. in this tournament. I would watch out for Doug Gim in a possible top 25 at 200 to one. I think I would have put him at about 125. I got to like Victor Hovland, but we're only getting 16 to one, and on Mr. Green, he's 14 to one, I think he's a good pick mm. this week uh, to get
1: it done. You like anything, Joe, in golf?
10: I, you know, I was hovering around crack and Hovland. I think somewhere in that in that ballpark. But you mentioned uh, you mentioned Lewis last night, so I went ahead and uh, and played him because you're pretty hot on him, Cam.
15: Yeah, no, and it's just, it's just the form and look at the weekend, look at the weekend field too, right? Like other than Chambault mm. Hovland's the favorite, Kochrak, Sanjay M, a guy that's been close. Neiman had a good year. Bubba Watson actually at 25 to one in this field might be interesting. So Bubba Watson, Leishman and Chambault are probably the best guys. Like Keegan Bradley is like a top uh, like 15 pick. That's crazy. So it's it's a weekend field, and uh, I got I to gotta believe some of these guys at 66-1 to one are going to be pretty happy. There's no Tiger. There's no Justin Thomas, Rory McIlroy, anybody. You got to worry about DeChambeau and a couple other guys. So I think Hovland, if he's going to break through, he should be able to do it against this field.
1: Mm. Carolina Panthers, now seven-point favorites yeah. over the Tampa Bay uh, Buccaneers. So it did uh, get to seven. The total, 49-and-a-half. Uh, we'll break this uh, okay. game down a little bit later on. On Game Time Decisions, Wednesday's always a big uh, GTD. Mark Lawrence will step up and in. Lou Gamble, Cowboy and uh, Gaethje fighting uh, this week. Uh, too. the Raging Redhead, Cam Stewart. Thanks, Cam. You five, game. Cam back at five. Live at Five. I told you about a, a betting uh, theory when it comes to betting on uh, baseball. Uh, now, obviously, we're spent a lot of time talking about uh, football betting. And every sport is different, uh, guys. Underdogs, sides, totals, parlays. Each sport is its own entity. And what works in one league doesn't necessarily uh, mean it'll work in another league. Uh, teasers are a great example of that. NFL teasers can be very profitable. College teasers are a waste of money and uh, very, very profitable for the book and not the better. Uh, But when it comes to Major League Baseball, it takes a leap of faith to do this, but it takes a leap of faith to make money in this world. Um, Mm -hmm. You take the underdog. You look for a big baseball uh, underdog and you just pray that they can get out to a lead. They get out to a lead And then you were able to buy back the favorite at plus money as well. Now, there's usually a couple of games on a nightly basis uh, that this uh, happens. And on yesterday's edition of Gambling You on Game Time Decisions, me and Cam talked about how the Detroit Tigers-New York Yankees game is a classic example of that. Except it happened a little differently. So basically, like, you take the Detroit Tigers before and you hope they get out to a lead and then you have the Tigers at plus 280, and then boom, you get the Yankees at plus 150, plus 170, or whatever, and you don't even have to watch the rest of the game. You win money no matter what happens. Last night was bizarre because the Yankees got out to a, um, they got out to a six nothing lead, but Detroit came back. So my point is, just as we predicted on game time decisions, that you could get the Detroit Tigers at plus 280 before the game started, and then at one point in the seventh inning. The Yankees were plus 200. There's your plus money. You can't lose if you got plus money, people. What
0: the f*** happened last night? You find out the morning after.
1: Let's do this thing. All right. We're in the level three already. The morning after, I'm in midtown, at Manhattan, Joe in area, Miami, Florida. Joe Pisapia will join us. We'll get into a week two of the National Football League from a fantasy perspective. Uh, the breaking news from this morning: Tyree Kill going to be out four to six weeks. Antonio Brown, the drama and the saga continues. I understand this morning Antonio Brown's um, people, I guess, uh, Drew Rosenhaus, uh, I don't know if it was Rosenhaus actually. I think it was one of his his publicists, or not his agent, but his publicist, basically stated that they had no comment on this other story, and that their plan today was to go to practice uh, with the uh, New England Patriots. Uh, yet we just heard we just heard Sean G. Uh, tell us uh, that uh, now the NFL actually is considering this exempt stuff at. The NFL, you know, it's it's a tough it's a tough situation the NFL is in right now. So one thing, uh, Joe, and I'll tell you, I often criticize Roger Goodell. And Roger Goodell does the wrong thing, it seems like, I don't know, seven out of ten times. Like, for, for all the advisors and the money, like, it's over like the refereeing where it's just baffling. It's like, guys, you're the biggest league in the world, man. Like, can't you figure this out? Like Get some referees, figure this out, pay them. Get regular referees. You know what I mean? Full-time full time refs. But whenever it comes to any one of these things, Joe, he's got a very bad batting average, man. <laughs> like, he either goes too far, not enough. They attack the wrong guy. They don't – they're all over the place, the NFL. You never – there's no consistency with any of their punishments or decisions that they make. They overreact to marijuana. They underreact to, like, women and guns and children getting attacked. So it's a weird phenomenon, the league. I can't get in their heads at all. But they are concerned about the PR stuff. And people are going to start to look at them and go, are you guys going to jump in at all on this Antonio Brown stuff? But you can't suspend someone for being a douchebag. Like, it's weird. Like, you can't. I know it seems like he's been in the news every day, but... Him screwing around with all these teams and all that stuff, can't suspend him for that. Are you ready? Can you suspend him because someone's suing him? <laughs> I mean, no, no, you can't. As much as I don't like the guy.
14: Dad, what are you doing? Cramming for college. I'm the one going to college. Yeah, but we need to figure out how we're going to pay for it all. Discover student loans. Discover does student loans? Yeah,
13: they're one of the top student loan lenders in the country. It takes 15 minutes or less to apply, and there are no fees for the life of the loan. Best of all, I can earn cash rewards if I get good grades. Really?
14: Yeah. We still have time to apply and get a great rate. So I can just chill. College kids still say that, right? No one says that, Dad. Really?
0: What's your story? Go to GameFaceGrooming.com for all your athletic facial wipes and body cleansing needs. The Fantasy Sports Network is hitting you from all angles with the best fantasy sports and betting analysis. You can catch the latest programming on so many platforms, there's no way you'll miss out on any of the award-winning programming we pump out every single day. You can listen through the FNTSY radio app, iHeartRadio, TuneIn Radio, Stitcher, download our podcast through iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Audio Boom, and you can watch select programming on the FNTSY YouTube channel. The Fantasy Sports Network. Your only source for fantasy sports and wagering anytime and anywhere.
1: All right, I don't want to focus only on Antonio Brown here, but it just keeps going and going and going. More and more reports right now. Schefter, Pro Football Talk, everybody's jumping in on this. The latest, Roger Goodell now leaning towards shutting him down. And this is it comes into play here. Don't forget, guys, it's the 100th anniversary of the National Football League. They can take you out for conduct detrimental to the league, detrimental to the team. Basically, you know, they could put you on a list for being an embarrassment to the league, uh, essentially. They're going to have to expedite this, um, this investigation, though, Joe. Now, I said earlier, and I do believe this. I wasn't just kidding around. Him in a text message admitting about that stuff about on her back, that is a problem right there. Like, that, that's a lawsuit. That's money, like, right there. Like, I know, like, there's a lot of dumb people tuning in this morning that don't understand this stuff, but that's money right there. So that's probably why he's been paying her off already. Now she wants more money, probably, and she, you know, he told her, you know, to, you know, to F off, however this played out. Now it's in Roger Goodell's desk. You know what I mean? This wasn't on Goodell's desk before, Joe. Now here it is right on his desk, and... I was saying earlier we went to the break. Roger Goodell screws everything up, it seems to me. But he doesn't ask for this. You know what I mean? (laughs) Like, you can't blame him. Like, he doesn't ask Tyreek Hill to beat his kid up. He doesn't ask Antonio Brown to be a jackass. Like, if I was Goodell, I would have, like, a a meeting with all of them. And I'd just yell at everyone and say, stop doing this. Stop putting me in this. Like, he's got to deal with this now. And the NFL already has a reputation of not caring about this stuff, Joe. It's your 100th mm. anniversary, and what? You're going to roll this guy out now? You know, so it's just it's fascinating that a couple hours ago, you know, let's say a day ago, Antonio thought, hey, I'm going to practice uh, tomorrow with the New England Patriots. And we thought this A-B saga was done, except right now, as we speak, Right down the street from us, in fact, they're having high-level meetings about what to do right now about Antonio Brown, Joe.
9: Mm.
1: Well, the simple
10: fact that Sean at the top of the hour talked about how uh, it's being reported that they're thinking about putting him on the exempt list. Where do you think that came from, guys? That came from the NFL headquarters being leaked to the media that it's already on the table. They want everyone to know. That the NFL is already considering shutting him down. Yeah, but down. it's gone and, from
1: give serious consideration to the latest yeah. quote is now yes. leaning towards.
10: Yeah, and where does that come from, guys? That only gets leaked from the NFL front. They want you to know that that's what they're doing right now, figuring it out,
1: what they're
7: doing. So if you're they the Patriots,
1: do you go? Yeah. Do you, are you going to go to war now? now for Antonio Brown? Because that's what it comes down to, right? If you're Robert Kraft, are you really going to go to war? And not to mention, you just got caught in a massage parlor. Exactly. And now you're going to go to war? Oh, no, don't worry. He only came on her back. Mm. I don't own a PR agency on Madison, Joe. Exactly. Even me, I'd be telling the Patriots, listen, uh, we already don't have a good reputation. We don't need him, okay? Are oh, you really – you're going to go to war for him? You yeah, barely goodness. met this guy. You're going to say, oh, he's a great man of great character. We believe him. All right.
10: If anything, they get the they get the go, guys, we got to – you know, nothing we can do. He's on the exempt list. There's nothing we can do. Um, I don't know that they pay him. I don't know what the ramifications of the contract is, but I'm sure they're not going to leave themselves liable.
1: So, like you said, they need to meet uh –
10: They got to meet her. I mean, if they really want this to speed up, they've got to meet with the accuser. I mean, that's the how else do you investigate this? Meet with the accuser.
1: Yeah, uh, Brittany Taylor. Pro Football Talk is uh, reporting that they are arranging that as we speak, Joe.
10: Yeah, that's yeah. Here
1: you go. Another leak. She's in contact. (laughs) Yeah, and in fact, meeting on Wednesday. Reps. We'll meet on Wednesday to come up with a meeting. There you so, go. So this will be by the end of the week. She's going to be in New York here in a desk. And then he's done. I don't think he plays this week. I think no the Patriots way. are probably going to tell him, we can't roll you out. Let's just wait a week here. Yeah. See how this plays out. Now now there's lawyers popping up on Twitter. Someone is saying, here's a lawyer, a uh, sports attorney, who said uh, this is the same thing that happened to um, Derrick Rose. So Derrick Rose was accused uh, civilly uh, after a long-term relationship but was never criminally charged. The NBA did not suspend him and let it play out in court, and he was found not liable in court. Mm. And this guy is saying the same, the same uh, accordance should be afforded to Antonio Brown here. Yeah, yeah but the NFL doesn't yeah. work that way.
10: No, the court of public opinion means more than the court of law. So in this situation, you can't unring the bell, and it's not getting any lower.
1: Oh uh, no, it's popping up left and right now. There's no. yeah, yeah. And, and good call and by you. Year anniversary. Good call and by year you. Good
10: anniversary. Yeah. Yeah. Who's
1: on. leaking all this stuff? Like the the league office is dropping this. They're on the phone right now with oh, everyone. <laughs> exactly. Why and the you same think thing. It's getting out. I you saw know. a quote here about yeah, this isn't the way they wanted to start the 100th anniversary.
10: like he's a nuisance it's
1: a problem and how do you get rid of the problem
10: that's right he's they have to get in front of it they can't let all of us keep talking about it without them getting in front of it
1: because that's the thing joe that i meant before too here right that that my my point is (laughs) they don't want this right but it's almost like now you everyone looks at goodell hey what are you gonna do about this you're All in right. control, boss. You make $48 million a year. Mm-hmm. It's like, yep. it's not comfortable, but you got to do something. Oh, My guess is, and I said on Get Off My Lawn, <laughs> I started the show by saying you can't suspend someone for a civil lawsuit. But during the course of the show, I talked myself into it that he's going to get suspended. Or not mm-hmm. whatever, exempt, suspended, you can call whatever the hell you want. And I do believe that I could be wrong. I don't think he plays this weekend, Joe, and I think that he is going to get put on this list. Yep.
10: And I think and don't be surprised if New England gets in front of it as well because they know that's what's going to happen, that they just cut ties. And yes, be like, we're exactly.
1: Good. Yep. We're that's good. what I'm saying when I brought the exactly, Joe, that are the Patriots going to go to war with this? Like, it's, it's think about it. Robert Kraft is at war with Roger Goodell on a yearly basis, bro. Mm-hmm. You know, from deflate gate to suspensions to even now this. What, Whatever happened with Robert Kraft anyways? Is he suspended? Good question. No, right? Was he? Mm-hmm. Well, the Patriots, uh, was he at the game the yeah. other night? I didn't see the yeah, game. He wrote a, oh, I saw he it a was bunch
10: it. of checks. Yeah, I don't know what, uh, what else. Did they show they him in the, the press play? box, though? I didn't see him, though. No. Like, did didn't anything done, happen did. to him for
1: that? I don't think so.
10: Uh, fines. He might not be allowed to go to the games. That could, you know, that's what they did with uh, Ursay.
1: You know what's funny, though, when it comes down to affect the point spread this week? Of course not. He <laughs> played the Dolphins. That oh. <laughs> affects so, headline. I'm and just saying, like, if you're want. the New England Patriots, do you want your name associated with this guy? Let's let's say he gets put on the exempt list, and then it's really gonna get ugly, because mm-hmm. then people are gonna come out. He was never criminally charged, and the PA is gonna freak out, and it's really gonna get ugly. And mm-hmm. and every headline, every morning, and every show, and every everywhere, it's gonna say New England Patriot wide receiver, New England Patriot, New England Patriot, New England mm-hmm. Patriot. He's never played a damn down for the Patriots. Yep. He's not one of them. Why would yep. they want to go through any of this, Joe? Like, that's Makes what I'm no saying. Sense. Like, if he gets on the example list, I think the Pats might just say, all right, but I don't know if the Pats, can, you can drop someone then. He They might be stuck with him once that happens. Yeah. You know what I mean? The you ramifications. can't just say, yeah, yep. like, you got to wait it out at least. You know what I mean? You can't yep. just void his contract. I don't know. I don't know. Well, but-
10: because he didn't technically do anything while – a Patriot while he signs this guy. So this is all extra. This came, the baggage came with him.
1: Um. Yeah. My guess is he gets hit with this exempt stuff. Yeah. I think Goodell's just going to lose patience.
10: <laughs> we'll know in another 20 minutes when they leak something else. Yeah.
1: Right. <laughs> Good point. Good point.
10: Yeah. <laughs>
5: 800 439 800 439 800
1: 439 800 439 morning after. Continues. Strange, uh, strange song to come back uh, out of a segment with. Uh, please delete that. <laughs> Music's been very good as of late, but uh, that that sucked. Um, but uh, what doesn't suck is Joe Pisapia talking fantasy uh, fantasy football with us. said you have some fans out there, uh, Joe. As uh, people are like, "Wow, Cam Stewart and Joe Pisapia. Can things get? Can my life get any better?" Joe Pisapia joins it's Always I, a pleasure, Joe. How you doing? Yeah, well, I guess the answer is no. It can't possibly
6: get to better than that. And I want to say that if we're playing name that tune, Devil went down to Georgia, I believe. So maybe it's because I'm dark and evil, and that, <laughs> and that <we> can <laughs> maybe get behind. I don't know.
1: Yeah, sometimes. Yeah, all right, all right, okay. Yeah, yeah, There's always a method to their madness, actually. I've just, i uh, just uh, busted them. And listen, uh, I saw Joe at uh, at the at the Fanduel book. Over the weekend, he said, Gabe, anytime, man. You want to get me on the show? I'm serious. I said, I'm going to take you up on that offer. So uh, so here you are right now. So let's get down to business uh, here, Joe. I was at the Bills-Jets game. So there were some box scores and results that surprised me. And, you know, people overreacted. The betting world, and I want your, your take as far as overreactions in the fantasy world and what to expect moving forward. Number one thing that shocked me, if you would have told me, that the Minnesota Vikings were going to get less than 100 yards passing from Kirk Cousins, I would tell you they would not have won 28-12. Yet, that's exactly what happened. Dalvin Cook uh, got touches. Kirk Cousins did not. That really surprised me. And you know another player that surprised me, and a guy that I don't like taking multiple guys, uh, the same guy in multiple drafts, but I did it this year, Mike Williams. I expected uh, more targets. Uh, from so let's get down to business here let's start with Kirk Cousins what did you make of Kirk Cousins and the low uh, the low stat uh, number day and uh, what do you make of Kirk Cousins against the Green Bay Packers
6: well I think with Kirk Cousins it was a matter of just how efficient they were running the football I mean Alexander Madison for God's sake it really looked good too so I think the game plan for them was just hey keep the ball away from Matt Ronnie on this offense and they did and I think you're going to see that change a little bit because when you go on the road and then you're going to be playing against an division opponent like the Packers, it's going to be a different kind of scene. So I'm hoping for all the Adam Thielen shares that I have that things start to go a little bit better with that. But yeah, you're right. know, Dalvin Cook, that's the guy that kind of, you know, you can blame for the Kirk Cousins line. And I'll tell you what, I was all with you on the Buffalo Bills. I talked about it on both shows. I think that Bills defense is for real. I think you take a lot out of that game too. I know you mentioned that. I know you're still on a high. I was kind of with you on the Twitter live stream there, watching your emotions go quarter to quarter, though, and I was rooting for you. So I know you were very pleased with the end, but I think a lot of positives and failures to take away from that, too. Singletary didn't touch the ball a lot, but when he did, he looked fantastic. He was on the field a ton. Uh, John Brown looked very comfortable with Josh Allen. That's a positive to take from I think Josh Allen is a uh,
1: decent fantasy quarterback and, and option on a weekly basis. He didn't play well. He came on in the fourth quarter, and he still ended up with, what, 16 fantasy points. Yeah, well, the thing is, I feel like when you watch a lot of these games week one, there's a lot of rust. There's a lot of things not grooving
6: right. And it's not just that game. It was a ton of the games were like that. Some weren't, but most of these teams, they were kind of plodding along, kind of finding their way in the first quarter or two. And then by the second half, it started to look like football. And that was, I mean, look at Denver on Monday night. I think the same kind of thing where – Some teams, it's just taking them a little bit longer. It's because they don't really play in the preseason. And you mentioned Mike Williams before. I'm a big Mike Williams truther. Uh, The knee injury was part of that reason. So uh, they're getting him checked out now. They're hoping that it's nothing serious and that he'll be able to play this week. So keep an eye on that one. But, yeah, that's a guy that you want to certainly be a big cog in that offense because he's such a matchup nightmare in the red zone.
1: Uh, Lamar Jackson absolutely uh, lit it up. Um, You know, fantasy sharp seems like mainstream media types. Oh, I can't throw. He can't do this. He can't do that. I'm like, hey, six and one is a starter. He can't do a lot of things, right? Uh, But we know fantasy-wise what a stud he is. He gets Arizona this week. Is he pretty much at the top, uh, you know, one of the top quarterbacks you're looking at this week?
6: Oh, I think after Mahomes, he's got to be in the top two or three. I mean, there's no way it can't be. And, and you know, this was my argument all offseason. I was a big Lamar Jackson guy in the black book. I do the quarterback profiles in the book every year. And the thing I didn't get is you know, the people who love Josh Allen thought, oh, that's a guy going to take a step forward. They seem to be negative about Lamar Jackson. I'm thinking to myself, what did you see out of Josh Allen that you don't think Lamar Jackson can reach? And now that you've surrounded him with Andrews, who I think is a very capable tight end, who I think is going to have a good floor every week, and a guy like... Hollywood Brown, who has that explosiveness. I understand he didn't run a ton of different kind of routes, but the routes that he ran were touchdowns. And, and you know what? That matters last time I checked. And it's all about execution and efficiency. And I think that Arizona's in for a long day when they go over to Baltimore. They they had all kinds of trouble with Detroit. What's going to happen when you try to deal with this team in Baltimore that is also incredibly fast? They're one of the fastest teams in the NFL. And Mark Ingram showed that he's not dead yet. And I think that's a good reminder for everybody that uh, this Ravens team, I think, is going to be a lot better than people realize, especially on offense.
10: Any concerns, Joe, with Thursday night football games as far as maybe picking some guys on those teams uh, because just the production's not there. These games tend to be a little bit more one-sided to home teams. You worry about that as the season progresses?
6: Oh, absolutely. And if you don't worry about it, I'm wondering what the hell you've been watching for the last five years. I mean, it's just, <laughs> every week it's the same thing. Like you just don't know you go in there and it could be a blow, It could be, you know, 10, three, looking around. It's just, there's nothing that you can pinpoint it is such a show that you just kind of throw your hands up and go, okay, and that's what it is. And going for it this week too, coming off of that game where Winston's throwing three picks, that's not a good warm and fuzzy feeling for everybody. I mean, if you're starting in season long, God, when you have to, you, where you draft him, you have to start him. You have to hope Mike Williams, uh, excuse me, Mike Evans is healthier and uh, I don't know what to make of the running back situation there. Ronald Jones looked good. And so round one goes to Ronald Jones, but who's to say that that carries over. The only thing you could trust in that game between those two teams is Christian McCaffrey, who right now, I know a lot of people are saying, oh, regression, regression <laughs> after week one. I don't know about you boys. I didn't see any regression at all. He looked pretty good.
1: Uh, Joe Pisapia with us. So let me ask you about another rookie, uh, rookie running back uh, here in which I was very impressed yeah, uh, with the second half, and it seemed like when he scored his first touchdown, and he did the uh, the old leap into the crowd, into the black hole with the Raider freaks, it was like his welcome to the NFL moment. You just TC when Jacobs landed back out of the crowd, He was like it was almost like a sigh of relief. All right, I'm in the NFL. Let's go. And then he was like, "Give me the ball, give me the ball," and you saw him get stronger as the game went on. Um, I was impressed just with it, you know his his physicality, the way he was running people over, he was attacking holes. I like what I saw from Jacobs, and he's clearly going to be part of this offense. You know they're trying to build a new identity right now, and you know they don't have a lot of young skill position stars the Raiders, but Jacobs could be their guy. What do you make of Jacobs this week? I see he's about forty-seven hundred dollars on DraftKings, and he's going up against Kansas City. I see the optimizer likes him. Do you like him as much as the optimizer does?
6: Oh, I love him, and I love that whole game. Plus, you got Abram out of that game now, too, for the Raiders, so you got to love everything about the Chiefs, including even Miko Hardman, who I think is going to get worked into the game plan now that Tyreek Hill is out. But going back to Jacobs, I mean, I got some of these shares of Jacobs, Montgomery, and Singletary, sometimes all three on the same team because I think this rookie running back class had a great opportunity to really show out. I know the first week for Montgomery, people were like, what's going on? But – for an indictment on Trubisky's inability to move the change that was Montgomery, because when he touched the football, he was great. Jacob, same thing. A lot of people were hanging the moniker on him. Well, he wasn't the number one guy in college on that team. He was, you know, in a committee. It's Alabama. I mean, who cares? Are you telling me the talent wasn't? So what? So he was really great at Alabama when he was playing, and he has less mileage on him.
1: That's even better, like you up. said he's got hunger he's got less he's still yeah. he's still fresh are we, are we thinking that when he was 16 and 17 years old and 18 years old in high school that he wasn't
6: touching the football 35 times in high school of course he was it's going to be fine and i'll tell you what keep an eye on that darren waller kid too because he's able to line up as a wide receiver he's a former wide receiver converted at tight end that's another guy i think too i'm telling you there's going to be a ton of points scored in that game that chiefs defense is bad the Oakland defense is not good either. There's going to be a ton of points in this one, and Jacobs is going to be a part of it. I think Waller is too.
1: Is Tyrell Williams for real? Um, he I didn't realize he's six-five. 6'5". I, you know, like I said, yeah. I don't want to overreact, but he is the number one target there, and Carr looked pretty sharp. Uh, just the one thing with the Raiders, you could tell they did not as many penalties, much more focused. I think it's the Mayock influence. I think they see Mayock's a hard-ass. Mayock's on the side of the field with Gruden. There definitely is a change of culture there, and I'm not saying the Raiders are a playoff team or anything, but they're not the same joke as they were last year. You know, is Williams a viable option on a weekly basis so far, in your opinion, like early after what you saw in one week?
6: Uh, I think he's definitely an option. I don't know if I'm going to buy in completely going forward into this week, because that's the one guy, matchup-wise, you look at it. Uh, the quarter matchup's a little tougher for him, and then also that's the side that Tyron Matthew plays on. So I think the best thing they could do defensively is, but try they, will to they will be playing from no,
1: behind. They will be playing from behind.
6: They will be, but I, that's why I think Waller's a guy to watch because I think yeah. they're going to try to take out Tyra Williams in that game. And then Jacobs is going to be, look, it's going to, like I said, there's going to be a ton of points, no shortage of points, but you're right. I think to a certain extent, this is a, a roster that has 12 rookies on it. So it's a lot easier for a guy like John Gruden, a guy like Mike, Mike Mayock to say things and they're listening And I think it's tougher to get away with some of the things that they're trying to do with an older, established veteran team. So it's a young team that's going to commit, and they're all in. So when they say something, and they rallied around, hey, this whole Antonio Brown thing, they rallied around, and they showed up. The bad part is that Patrick Mahomes is going to show up this weekend, (laughs) and that's going to end the parade real quick for the Oakland Raiders, and I think it's going to be a big check for them.
10: Joe, what would you think about the two New York running backs, Saquon and uh, Lev Bell? Do you expect both uh, to start to see increased touches as uh, as we move along here?
6: Yeah, I think so. I mean, look, you got to see uh, the Le'Veon Bell thing to me. That was one of the most frustrating things all year was I just wanted to see Le'Veon Bell on the field in the preseason. He hadn't played football for a whole year. I want to see how he worked with Darnold. That's another guy. As the went on, I think things got better for him. And I would expect if you are planning – you beat mayfield that you find a way to do that with Le'Veon bell that's a that's a big thing you gotta have Le'Veon bell be a big part of that offense and saquon is that offense so we'll see how that fares with the bills we'll find out
1: joe pisapia thank you very much again uh, Craig craig mission data rates may apply
3: hi i'm frank thomas the big hurt after i left baseball i just couldn't stay in shape like i used to turns out once you hit 40 just text youth
4: to three two one three two one to get a complimentary bottle of award-winning nugenics the number one selling free testosterone booster at gnc its unique man boosting formula is powered by testophen a patented key ingredient clinically researched to help a man feel stronger leaner more energetic and more passionate and guys she'll like the difference too Nugenic samples are not available in stores to get your complimentary bottle, text YOUTH to 321321. That's Y-O-U-T-H to 321321.
7: I had great results. I lost 70 pounds. I weighed 265 and went down to 195. My doctor told me, if it works for you, then do it. But A lot of people say to me, how did you lose the weight? I said, I take Andro 400 every day. And I'm going to take it forever.
8: That was Walt talking about Andro 400. Now listen to what Bob has to say.
7: When you listen to your radio commercials, you say that's not possible.
8: 888. andro400.com
5: Money Now 100 is not a lender, broker, or agent of any lender or financial advisor. We do not make loans or credit decisions. You must be 18 years or older and a U.S. resident to qualify. This is not an offer or solicitation to lend. I went to MoneyNow100.com and got the $5,000 I needed deposited in my account the next business day. If you need money for any reason, help is here. Go to Money Computer. Type in the address bar moneynow100.com. That's money now, the number100.com.
10: So week two in the NFL, 24 hours away, and of course, you can become the eighth person to win a million dollars in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament. Set your lineups up using the DailyRoto.com DFS lineup optimizer. Now, registered users, they are winning thousands of dollars each week playing Daily Fantasy using this service, and you can as well. And if you are playing DFS but you're not utilizing DailyRoto.com, guys, you're doing it wrong. Sign up, get the NFL annual pass, get the faster optimizer, smarter projections, better results. Promo code is action, 10% discount. That is action for a 10% discount. Keep in mind, DailyRoto.com, it's where millionaires are made.
1: Uh, Thank you very much, Uh, Joe Ranieri. I'm Renzi in Midtown, Manhattan. So, of course, uh, it's crazy. uh, This week, it's hard to keep up with all this stuff. So, uh, Antonio Brown... Antonio Brown um, might be put on an exempt list uh, by Roger Goodell in the National Football League. I would not expect that to happen by the end of the day. I think it would be more by the end of the week. As uh, me and Joe discussed, um, the, uh, the alleged victim is uh, setting up a meeting right now. Her people and Roger Goodell are in talks as we speak right now. And as Joe alluded to earlier, it's amazing how much we seem to know about Everything. And it's not Drew Rosenhaus leaking this. It's not like the woman, Brittany Tyler, she doesn't have the media connections to get this out like this. And it's all football people. Like, like if you're Antonio Brown and you this is this is a good point that you raised, Joe, or like good observation at who leaked it. This is the media machine you're going against. You're already down 3 nothing. You know what I'm saying? Like, they, yeah, no, but, like, a game exactly. Like, they came out, and yeah. they're like, oh, really, huh? All right, mm-hmm. all right, all right. Yeah, tell Schefter this. Mm-hmm. Tell Florio mm-hmm. that. Let's bury this son of a bitch. Get him on the defensive in the morning already. Yeah, yeah, we're going to yep. get out there. We're going to suspend. Like, you can't beat them, Joe. Nope. Like, nope. Antonio Brown, you're not – you don't have the juice – this is why, also, Antonio, maybe if he didn't threaten to punch people in the face last year. Like, mm-hmm. this is when you have character witnesses at you, right? No, no, I covered yeah. him for years. He wouldn't do this. Well, what, what do you think of Antonio Brown? You covered him for six years. Well, he did threaten to break my jaw once. <laughs> like, like, you know what I'm saying? Yep. Like, he, so Antonio, he can't play this media game back. Like, he uh-huh. can't leak stuff. He can't, you know, come back the same way as, like, these big entities, like, uh, you know, politicians and Gadal and the NFL. And it's true, Joe. They're leaking everything by the minute. You're like, yeah, 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 mm-hmm. yeah we're talking with her lawyer right now. She's on the way, essentially. <laughs> yeah,
10: exactly. Yeah, and by the way, there was a dude who was loved a lot more by the media, has a lot more money, and, oh, yeah, he's got six, seven rings on his hands there who could not beat the NFL, could yep. not beat – the uh, the publicity machine that is the NFL, and you ain't gonna do it, man. If Brady couldn't do it, yeah, you they even ain't leaked Bre-
1: Brady's text, You're right about uh, yeah. he was talking about the weight and all that type of yeah. stuff. Like they hung Brady out to dry.
10: Big time.
1: <laughs> you're not beating yep, a bill. Time. You're not beating like an eight billion dollar company, bro. Like they might be <laughs> incompetent and they <laughs> might screw things up, but it's just sort of like they just bludgeon you. You know what I mean? Yeah. It doesn't They'll matter. It's like yeah, them. we missed, but we'll just keep hitting this hammer. And eventually yeah. the table's destroyed. You're done.
10: Yeah.
15: It's sort of the like bomb over bombing an to put island. You
10: in a trunk. <laughs> yeah, they used to put you in a trunk and they'd never see you again. That's what they're going to do to you, dude. Goodbye. When, out of sight, out of mind. Nobody's going to hear from you again.
1: So you got Antonio Brown. Who's the third guy? There was Antonio. I guess so. The Zeke stuff is done. Who's the other drama? Besides Odell. I guess, okay, Odell. And you got Odell right. and his stupid watch. <laughs> yep. So. We talk about the lack of discipline. I was talking about discipline with the Raiders. Only six penalties the other night, Joe. That's not normal for the Raiders, bro. Come on, man. First game of the year, Raiders, Monday Night Football, you're expecting 12 penalties. You know what I mean? You're you're expecting somebody punching someone, somebody doing something. What the hell are you thinking? They were freaking disciplined, man. Six penalties on the whole night. Denver were the ones that got sloppy. The Raiders are definitely more accountable now. Um, Cleveland Browns. And, guys, penalties, at least, like, constant penalties, are a sign of an undisciplined football team and a football team that is not well coached. A football team that doesn't respect its coach. If If you are afraid of the coach or respect the coach, you don't want to piss him off or let him down. You don't want to let your teammates down. Yet, if there isn't a structure put in place and you're a bunch of individuals, then, hey, who cares? I jumped offside. So did you, right? It (laughs) turns into that, well, you did it too. And the Cleveland Browns are a good example of this. 18 penalties. 18 penalties for the Cleveland Browns in the season opener. And Ralph Michaels, who can be seen at 3 o'clock daily on this network, with Teddy Covers, very smart guy, uh, Ralph, as you know, Joe. Um, Mm -hmm. So this is Ralph Michaels. Cleveland Browns had 18 penalties last week. Since the year 2000, teams that had 17 or more penalties are 4-12-1 in their next game. (laughs) A team that is that undisciplined a, has problems, B, won't turn it around in a week, and three, is freaking undisciplined and poorly coached, four. Mm-hmm. The question is, can Adam Gase take advantage of this? Can mm-hmm. the Jets – Can the, this, is, this is a hell of a game. Like, I'm really looking forward to this game, and I'm not even a Brown or a Jet fan.
10: <laughs> well, it looks like he's going to have to do it with possibly out Sam Darnold, who now has strep throats. So, what? So, not at practice today. What? Yeah. Not at practice today. Not feeling good. They're saying that uh, he might have strep throat. So, who the hell? Thank God it's a Monday game because at least it gives him an extra day to, to heal. But he's not even with the team right now. What is they this breaking right the, now? He, yeah, just about five minutes ago. Like, come on. You got to be kidding me. <laughs> Seriously? <laughs> yeah. he's He's got strep throat. Unreal. Um. Yeah. Sam Donald
1: out of yeah, practice yeah, with Yeah, here illness. it is. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, Sam Darnold sent home from Jets practice with strep throat. Yeah. And I actually had strep throat before. And I, I think don't people I don't think people realize what strep throat is. It's not your throat. And no. it's, it's very like it's I don't know why it's called that. Like people think, not "Oh, you, you got a bad head. throat." And, "Oh, you can't." Oh, like dude, like strep throat is like a fever of 105 and I Knock you out. Dude, like, yeah, I thought I was dying. Like, I honestly not thought I was dying, but I was like, something's really wrong with me. And I don't go to doctors, Joe. I don't go, like, I'm not, Mm. I got to be bleeding type thing, like, profusely. You know what I mean? Yep. Dude, I knew. I was like, something's not right, man. And I went in, and they were like, oh, my God, you have a fever of 105, 104. Like, they were like, Mm. dude, they cranked me up with antibiotics. Like, they were, like, urgent. They were like, we got to fix you fast. Like, you're Mm -hmm. going to get seriously sick here, and you're going to have to stay here type thing. Like, I was like, what? And, yeah, it's... That's serious. Like, um, it's not, like, fatal, like, it'll last forever, but it's torture while you have it for the three, four days. Exactly. He'll he'll be ready to
10: go on Monday without having practiced in a week.
1: That's exactly what I was going to say. He'll play Monday, (laughs) but he hasn't practiced, and the body will still feel the after effects of the medication and stuff, you know, like he's unreal. like, yeah. Like yeah. put it this way. I don't know if you, have you ever had it before? No,
10: I, but everybody I've ever been yeah. around has had it and it's, they, they wipe you out. It's yeah. Just like he's,
1: out. he's not working out. He's not lifting any weights. He can't walk or run. Like, like he's bedridden now for the next 48 hours. type Correct. thing. Yep. Like there's yep. a reason like sent him home. It's like a kid almost. Whoa, 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 whoa. You go home and go to sleep. Right. Yeah. Like, uh, unreal. Wow.
10: Yep. Wow. There's yeah, a game changer for you.
1: <laughs> Never ends in this league. I, <laughs> I bet
10: you it's not. I bet you right now the game's off the board, too. If I get, Let me see if it's uh, if yeah, it's even right, still let's on.
1: See, let's see. Da, 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 da. Still up. Let me hit still refresh, up? though. Still two and a half? Let me, let me hit refresh. Yes, sir. Yeah, well, hurry up and take
10: Cleveland wow. at the two and a half or it gets to three. Cause,
1: I was already leaning Cleveland. Yeah. Only because I don't trust, it's, it's crazy to say, I think, like I said, I don't like Baker, but I think he responds better under turmoil under the lights, you know what I mean, yep. than than yep. and, but <sighs> the Jets can win the game. To me, though, how the hell can I take the Jets if I don't have a healthy Sam Darnold, you 100% strength can. Sam Darnold? Because I got to yep. tell you, 100% on Sunday wasn't very good in the second half. So I got Can't a six, it. Sam Darnold. I yeah. got a problem, Adam cool. Gase's play calling. A lot of
10: wildcat going to happen with Lev Bell there on Monday.
1: <laughs> it's a major <laughs> a disadvantage, bro, for the for, for the Jets design. now, and coming into yeah. this game.
10: And you just brought in a new wide receiver who's not going to be able to work out with the quarterback all week. Good stuff.
1: <sighs> Having Whatever. fun yet, Adam Gase? So, yeah, exactly. For those of you keeping score at home, wondering who the backup quarterback will be, who would no, be the was... starting quarterback? Trevor Simeon.
10: Yeah, I knew you were gonna say it.
1: Yes, yeah, so, yes, yeah, yeah, sir, Mr. Jett. Yeah. Trevor Simeon. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Trevor yeah. Simeon's yeah. not beating the Browns, bro. Yeah. No, he won't make enough plays. Yeah, like it's not that Bell Simeon's show. horrible, but he won't make enough yeah. positive plays. Like. Right. He can dink and dunk, he can do some things, but he, he won't make enough pause, like you said. Le'Veon Bell, fantasy wise, DFS wise. I don't know though. The Adam Gase is an idiot, dude. You you would yeah, say I'm Le'Veon gonna. Bell will get the ball forty times, but I don't know that he will. As a Bills oh, fan, if you guys just would have given Le'Veon the Bell every play in the fourth quarter, you would have won the game. Yeah. You kept yeah. throwing the ball for like two yard gains, and I was like, good, good, all right. I like there was like five times I'm like, God, oh, we're done. And then you give us the ball back. I'm like, all right, come on, guys. Like, <laughs> yep. Yep. Trevor Simeon. And, yeah, I agree yes. with you. You got to pull the trigger now, guys. Now at two and a half on this, because even if Darnold comes back, the Browns are still going to be favored. It's not going to change anything. Not like Darnold's going to change anything. It can only like Darnold doesn't change the line positively, but Simeon hurts the line negatively. You know what I mean? That's correct. Yep. Like it will go to three now once word gets out that Simeon's the quarterback. Maybe three and a half, three. Let like the hype with the Browns. But mm-hmm. if it's announced that oh, Darnold's back, it really won't move after. Nope. People are gonna be like, yeah, so Sam Darnold. Yeah. You exactly. might, you know what I mean? Like, you know what I'm saying, Joe? Like he won't move the number, but it'll move the number of Simeon plays. You know? I think you're I right. I think you. Bit. I think you can't. Yep. You can't go wrong. Put it that way. You're not gonna get screwed. It's not gonna be one and a half suddenly or two guys. It'll yep, only yep. go up. Joe's right. Yep. It'll only go up.
10: Yep. So get it now because even if he does come back, it's it's definitely going to be the Lev
1: Bell show. But you I'm poor bastards, the- you guys really yeah. are cursed. The Jets. I thought it was bad for Told me you. the Bills. Like, yep. like you suck. You blow leads. You got Ben Fireman. Ed, and oh, he's in. He's out. You have high hopes. Oh, Sam Darnold strep throat. <laughs> you hire a new coach and you make it Adam Gase for some reason. It's only been one week. I guess I didn't see the media asked him. Why didn't you give the ball to Le'Veon Bell? And he goes, because I'm going to head coach and I can do whatever I want. Yeah,
10: because, yeah which is a great way to diminish meta and everyone. That's a great way to endear them to you. He did the same crap down here, alienated everybody. Unreal. Wow. Yeah.
1: The Jet fan, the Jet season's nearly ruined.
10: <laughs> yeah, two games in. I lost my quarterback. Oh, Quinton Williams. I don't know if Quinton Williams and Mosley are going to be able to play. Quinton who? Quinton Williams yeah. and Mosley. I know, I know. Down.
1: Oh, that's good. Um, good stuff. I got to be honest, too. Mosley was playing great against Buffalo. Yeah. Yeah. He's a big loss. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And guess who you play playing next week, Joe? No. Oh, gets you, better? Yeah, yeah. You know not you do. At New yeah. England. Oh. The week on, after that, it. at Philadelphia. <laughs> wow. Jets better win on Monday.
11: Not too long ago, it felt good to withdraw your cash from the bank, didn't it? For a vacation or a new car. But today, withdrawing your own cash has become risky. Pat Boone here for Swiss America. According to The Secret War, a new Swiss America white paper, I learned that all banks are now required to spy on you and me for the government
12: Once again, that's 800-932-5517.
8: At 28, I had struggled with
0: opiate and meth addiction for 12 years. I did and said things that the sober me never would have done. One day I realized I was not invincible. I was not exempt. And that's when a friend told me about elite rehab Placement.
12: that's 800-403-5912 That's 800-470-7113
0: The best thing I ever did You're listening to the best of the morning after on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network
1: And I. I you know, let me. I'll send you the tweet here so we can put it up so people can sort of uh, can sort of like fully understand this. But he's like he's insane, and I'm amazed. I guess that. I guess not too many people actually follow Lenny Dykstra or care what he says, because I'm amazed that like this isn't more of like uh, an outrage. Uh, I guess, but like I said, it's it's Lenny Dykstra. So here, let me fire this off to you here. Mm-hmm. Now, listen, we don't expect, you know, you don't expect, like, uh, poetry from Lenny, right. you know right. what I'm saying, on the anniversary of 9-11, Joe? Uh, okay. Well, so how do you think he would, you know, honor, What what, his, what is his version of Never Forget? He went with hashtag 911, but um, great, you know, love New York, you know, picture him as a Met or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Shout out to the first responders. No, you decided to go a different route, Joe. Oh, boy. <laughs> All right, I sent it to you.
10: Yeah.
1: Hashtag 911. Neither here nor there, but just think if you were born on that terrible day, today is your last night of being bait. Anywhere in this country. And then he posts a map with the age of consent on a map. Uh. What are you, freaking insane? Like, dude, like, you know what? You know, go, like, rob your Uber drivers and do coke and look for your teeth in in garbage dumpsters. But really, you played in New York, bro. Like, you don't know better than to talk about banging 18-year-old freaking girls, bro, on 9-11 With a hashtag? Are you insane? Oh, yeah, I hope your lawsuit's gonna go real good against, yeah, Ron Darling versus you.
9: you To GCN, the world leader in independent talk radio.
4: USA Radio News with Chris Barnes.
15: America remembers the terrorist attacks of 18 years ago today. In New York City.
9: Marie Rose Abad. Andrew Anthony Abate. Vincent Paul Abate. The annual reading of the names of the victims of 9-11 will
15: continue for hours in downtown.